Slip the jab. This is not a therapy session. And now, this is the moment fans have been waiting for. From Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, it's time! Big, big drama show, let's go, let's do it. It was only a matter of time. It's always just a matter of time. Just imagine if you bought a ticket. Stop it, Frank. You can stop it any time. My goodness! Now he's, he's got, got the bat. Right now. That's it. He's out. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Slip the Jab. I am your host, Lino P, and with me, as always, Mr. Sorry Not Sorry. And if you wish him half a birthday, you at the wrong party. Please give it up. <laughs> Please give it up for my friend and co-host, Ian Evans. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? None, I don't know. You here with me? You missed my intro. And I'm very upset because it was a special one. <laughs> You're too busy looking at the damn car. So here we go. You ready? Actually, Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Slip the Jab. I'm your host, Lino P, and with me as always, Mr. Sorry Not Sorry. And if you wish him half a birthday, you at the wrong party. Half a... <laughs> Hold on, half a... I'm missing it. This is your quote. You said it. You said it two weeks ago. Wait, what I said? <laughs> See, there's your mistake. I don't remember what I said five minutes ago. You said ever. it. You said it two weeks ago. You said something about you can't wish somebody half a birthday and think you at the wrong party or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Never mind. Hey, listen. There's been a, what a hundred and two of these. One of them had to fail because <laughs> I was I was going to go through this whole thing about I like it, but I don't know what it means. So explain it to me. But that's okay. Neither of us know. <laughs> Neither of us know. What a disaster. What an entry. What an we're entry. So, we're, so, we're smooth like butter, man. Yeah. Put us on a roll. Let's I go. Was, uh, I was going <laughs> to say, um, before we get going, should we announce the new member of the team? Do you think we should? We're no longer a duo. We're now a trio. A trio? We're <laughs> we're a trio. Or should we keep it... Uh, I think we keep it under wraps for Keep now. it under wraps for right yeah. now? Yeah. Okay. We got a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, sneaky things coming up. All the listeners are like, what's going on? What are you guys talking about? What's going on next month with the UFC? Growth. Yeah, growth. Growth. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll save that then. All right. We'll save that. Maybe we'll we'll let him introduce himself when the time comes. I like that. Okay. That's like what that. we'll do. All right. Let's get to the topic overview. Let's let everyone know what we're going to talk about on this disastrous episode <laughs> of Slip the Jab. <laughs> We have so much to... I don't know. Have a seat, folks. We got a lot to talk about. On this episode of Slip the Jab, for the first time in history, the UFC started off with the main event first, giving us a highlight for the ages and a significant strike count for the record books. We'll recap all the incredible fights at UFC 268, figure out which three fighters made the biggest bag, and give our e-analysis and slip picks for UFC Vegas 42, Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez. Dylan Danis took another L after getting slapped by Ali oh. Abdelaziz. Wonderboy's in for December 18th, but he ain't sipping chamomile. And the heavyweight champ Francis Ngannou hurt Cyril Gon's feelings when he brushed them off in the halls of Madison Square Garden. Ooh. 
We'll also answer fan questions and end with a New York slang post-fight song of the week. Oh, I'm excited for that. As always, we have too much to talk about, so why waste time? Let's get right to it. Titles and booms. Titles and booms. <laughs> okay, um... Man, there's so much to I want to start off by saying I'm really upset at myself that I didn't hype last week's card up enough. I thought about that afterwards. I did a better job hyping it up on social media instead of where it counts, which is here the podcast. Crazy card that I was so excited for. It hypes itself. But when I listened back to that episode, it was like it was like we were talking about any other card. I was so, so mad at myself. And I, I think I know why, though. Why? Because let's see if you remember this. You have to remember this, at least. <laughs> <laughs> so last week, the listeners don't know this, but you called for a timeout. You did your thingy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The thummy yeah. thingy. Yeah. Whenever you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So we stopped midway through. It was uh, right before. It was after the slip picks. Okay. And um, not only do we stop for a, a, a break, a bathroom break, but we decide to shoot a video. <laughs> <laughs> that was... it, it was a video of Ian doing this... Uh, breakdown of the islam makachev submission against mm. dan hooker the finish mm-hmm. so i think when we did that and then came back i think i was so worried about the time like uh, i was okay. like we got to hurry up and get through this like this is this is crazy how mm. like we, we're not even halfway through yet and it's this time so i think that's what happened but here's the other thing about today what's up we're gonna start with the main event, because that's what we always do. Mm-hmm. But if I had it my way, uh, I would start with the real main event. I would start with Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler, but we're going to have to keep it in for a, uh, for a few moments. And let's start with the real main event, which was Kamaru Usman defeating Colby Covington via unanimous decision, 48-47, 48-47, 49-46. Question number one. I know what your question is. What is it? About the score. Scorecards. Nope. What? It's not? Nope. Oh. Was it a takedown? It was a takedown. Was it a boy? <laughs> <laughs> it was a takedown, right? It was a takedown. Thank you. And here's... Thank you. Like, and here's why. Many of the people, Cormier and other people, they all chimed in because in wrestling, that's a takedown, mm-hmm. right? Well, where do you it think... Counts as two points in yeah, wrestling. Yeah, where do you think you're basing this off of? Like, you can't... like. This sport of wrestling and point system and takedowns has already existed before the MMA rules. So when you uh, add some things of what's a takedown, you sort of it's sort of rough that you want to change the rules of what a takedown is. You, you it's almost like you'd have to call it something else in the stats other than a takedown. You'd have to say, "Hey, the stats are takedown and control." If you want to say that, which was their argument of you didn't have control long enough to consider that a takedown, then uh, then we could have this conversation. You'd have to say, "Hey, this is this that is takedown with control," but you didn't. You just called it a takedown, and takedown's a universal term. It's been out there for you know you know hundreds of years ish. So yeah, it's a takedown. I'm going with you, my friend. So yeah, it was like a takedown. Good, I like it. Um, what were you gonna say? About the score, I just wanted to know. Go ahead. What, what's your question? What do you What do you think the score? How do you How do you view that fight? How How did I view the fight, or what I think about the score? First of all, where are we going here? Okay, did Usman win? 
Yes. Okay. Of course. Because I talked to oh, our, no. a friend of ours. Really? A friend of mine. You haven't met him yet, but we talk about him. I won't say his name, Steve. <laughs> uh, and he, he had Colby winning. He said they were really close Yeah, but he rounds. also thinks Nate wins everything. And Nick. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's like, if we were to put him on the stand right now, you know, if this was like the court of law, uh-huh. like, what do, you, what do you call that, uh, the witness that, like, you have to throw him out because you know that they're not credible? He's not a credible witness because he thinks <laughs> Nate Nick wins all the time. witness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just kidding, Steve, by the way. Uh, uh, God, I want to hear why he thinks. He just thought it bring was. Bring him in the conversation. This is fun. Uh, he thought Colby won the fight he said the rounds were close but i think he had it uh he had him winning rounds three four and five i had him winning four and five colby okay yeah i had him winning four and five what did you have i to be honest i only had him winning four so you had the 49 46 i I thought yeah i thought the fifth round was close I mean, the third round, I, I thought the third round and the fifth round, Colby definitely had moments. He had moments in there. I didn't think there were enough moments to give him the round, personally. But I could see I could see how the, <clears throat> the fifth round, I could see how people, I mean, it was close. So my thought is he won the fourth round, 49-46. Third round, he had some success, things like that. But I, I could just as easily see how somebody would have the, Fourth and fifth for, for Colby. When the fight first started, I thought it was going to go the way we thought last week when we did the preview. Mm-hmm. I thought Usman was going to get him out there early. I thought Colby didn't have a chance. And then he started to turn it up. And I think that was a mistake. I, 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 I know why they're saying that it was a good strategy because Usman's a better striker now, so he had to wait on his punches a little more and not just go in there. But you got to use what you're known for. And that's all I could think the whole time is like, you're known for your, your pressure, cardio. You're the cardio king. You call yourself the cardio king. You're saying you're going to go in there. You're going to put the, the pressure on him and break him mentally. That's what you need to do. That's what you have to do. He looked at the beginning of the fight. I'm surprised he turned around because he looked to me more mentally broken and timid at the beginning of this fight. He did. So, I, you yeah. know, I, I thought, man, you're you're really making this an uphill battle yeah so kudos for turning it around comes a point when you have to use what works for you even if you're scared of getting hurt you have to use what works for you even if you're scared of getting hurt and that's why he lost this fight he cost himself this fight he could have won that fight and he should have won that fight question i I like what you're saying question round number two Mm -hmm. people are arguing a 10-8 round he got dropped twice. He did. But I thought we don't count that. Well, See, everybody wants to use things when it's good for them. Once, you know, sometimes somebody will say, well, count down. This isn't boxing. We don't count, count uh, knockdowns. And then whenever it fits their narrative, they want to say, yeah, he got knocked down twice. So which one is it? Because I know that we don't count those. It's funny because I was trying to read the newer rules. The newer rules. Are they about, in the newer rules? About 10-8. The, you know what? They act like... The newer rules, which aren't new, I think the new rules are from, you know, they had the original rules in maybe 2001, and then the new rules are like 2012, and then updated maybe 2000, was it 2016 or 2017? 
just more more verbiage added. So they act like there's a lot more clarification in it. I, I didn't find there to be that much more clarification. It's still vague in my eyes. Basically, if I could sum it up, it doesn't have to be as pure dominant five round as it used to be, which I get that. But and it basically outlines a, a pure li- dominant five round or five minutes of that round. Okay, got got you. Go ahead. It used to be you basically got obliterated or controlled or on your back and did nothing for five minutes. That's around. what I that's thought a, it that's is. That's a ten eight. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Since they updated, they they took it back as more. If you're on defense, pretty much the whole time, so you don't have to be getting crushed, but you really don't mount an offense. So if you sort of move around and maybe. If you take a round off, what if you want to take a round off? Well, it, 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 that's kind of what the wording leads me down the path. It's still confusing, but yeah, if you sort of take a round off, but you really don't do it, say the person moves forward and you move back the whole time and don't do anything and they throw some strikes and you take the round off and you block some and you dodge some, that could be 10 8. So the that's wording's a stupid rule. So the wording's interesting. That means Loma would get 10 8, 10, 8 every minute. Pieter Jan, he's another guy. He likes to take rounds off. So it's 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 interesting. We'll, we'll have to. We won't spend too much time on this. We'll have to make. No, that. we won't because it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. That's the stupid thing. So you don't think so? Ten eights out of your head for the second round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. I right. do. I, I. I. No, I don't agree with that at all. All right. And uh, I think Dan Mergliata, he needs to mind his damn business. At the end of the fight, yeah, I don't think he. I, I think he has a problem with love and sportsmanship. I, I think he got uncomfortable with their with their. It's none of your business. Mind your business. The fight's over. We're about to have one of the greatest moments in sportsmanship I, history. Two guys who've hated each other for this long, right? Let who've, them talk for thirty five minutes who, if they want. Who, they can do whatever they want. That's, your like your that. your job is over okay you're done go over there go have a (laughs) go have a cup of joe go do whatever you want to go do and get ready to raise hands that's the last thing you have to do it's none of your business whether or not they want to kiss and hug and tell each other what it's not even about it's none of your (laughs) business i'm up early now because i wanted them to have that moment you're right i'm not disagreeing with you because of who they are do you understand if it was just two two guys no history no history. Maybe I'd feel a little different. But after the history that they've had to see Colby go up to him and, and lose the the lose that persona for a second, mm-hmm. it was a great moment. And you ruined it. You ruined it. Oh, come on, guys. Go, go over to kiss and hug. Come on, go kiss and hug somewhere else. What are you, homophobic? <laughs> like, what is your brother? Because that's what even Rogan said it. Did you see? Rogan was like, oh, man, did you see that? Dan put a... I'll stop to that real quick. I guess he doesn't like love or something. He said something along <laughs> yeah, those yeah, lines. Yeah, he did. Something, something like what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Who are I, you to stop that? I'm with you. I agree with you. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> 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 Robbed us of a. I have another. Moment. I have uh, another ref that pissed me off. I can't think of who it is right now. But it, once we go deeper into the fights, I'll I'll see who it was. I'm trying to think of who it was right now. All right, save your anger. Yeah. Save your anger. It's a long show. We got to keep your energy up. <laughs> In reserve, some point. What's next for both these guys? I'm gonna Colby Masvidal. Who doesn't want that? Oh, dude! But I, think the, co- I think Masvidal he... Leon might be off. That's what I was wondering. That's what I was just gonna ask. Is it on? Is it off? I don't know, dude. All I know is he put out a tweet that said silver linings, 
And I'm like, come on, man. I need more details than that. Why are you doing this to me? Don't do that to me. But they need to fight. <laughs> they, they need, need to. to fight. They and need I, to. I mean, I want to see Colby fight either of them afterwards. I think Masvidal has an easier time with Leon Edwards, actually. I don't know if he wants that Colby smoke. That's my boy. I think he's going to have a rough outing with both of them. That's my boy. Yeah, he is. But he's going to have a rough outing. You don't think both. he'll have a, a rougher outing with Colby? Just like, dude. If, if Colby turns up the cardio that he has and, and and goes for unlimited takedowns and mixes up strikes and takedowns, obviously watching the flying knees, yeah, it's going to be a rough outing for Masvidal. I mean, dude, Dana White said it right. He said if Usman wasn't here, if he wasn't champ, Colby Covington is the champ. And it's the truth. He's the second best welterweight. Hmm. Oh, my... What, Ian? I'm, what, I'm, he didn't I'm, do good enough for you? Who else had that? I'm Who else a, has given Usman trouble like that? I'm gonna make Twice. A, I'm going to make a bold statement. Let's hear it. I'm going to make it now. So God, You and Dan Merliotto. I'm going to make Get it. Get on my goddamn nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got to make up for that horrible intro we had that's still bothering me. Oh, man. It's still lingering. Go ahead. Sorry, I was playing that damn quiz on the iPad. No more it's iPads the, for you. It's, it's, You're like a, it's like an MMA quiz. I like Remember it in school week. when they're like, put the phone down. Yeah. Put the phones away. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, all right. You ready for this bold statement? I can't wait. I think Hamzat finishes Usman in a fight. Okay. I mean, I'm with you. But what's that have to do with Colby? Well, you're saying you were just asking who's the best, and you said Colby's the Usman second w- best. If you Usman, said if Usman was around, okay. Colby's the best, and I disagree. I, I think Hamzat is the best. And he then Usman's second. proven enough, but I, I'm putting Hamzat at the top of the pile right now. So you're one like of these right people. Now. You're one of these people who wants to see Hamzat Usman happen. I, of course, I do, but I don't think he should be allowed to skip the line. That's true. So That's I mean. I was trying to corner you. It didn't work. I mean, do I want to see him fight him? I absolutely do. Does he deserve to fight him next? Absolutely not. Yeah. But I'm, I'm with you. That's the fight I want to see, but it's not fair for him to no, jump the not. jump the line. But I do all. I do see him I do see him finishing people. Um, I see him finishing Usman. He has good wrestling. He has kind of freakish strength. And even though his striking, we've seen limited amounts of his striking, and it might be more, a little bit more on an elementary level. I don't mean that as super elementary. I just mean to some of the top strikers. You know, when we talk about Izzy and, you know, some of the things Connor could put together, I don't think he's that, but I think his power in his striking is super solid. I think his chin is tough enough to eat strikes, to go through people. To, he's not going to care. He'll go through mm-hmm. the grappling and the strikes, Terminator style, to land his. And I think his chin is significantly better than Usman's. We've seen Usman. He got stunned a little bit in this fight. Yes. We, we've seen him stunned I, against... I, I've been saying that about Usman. Gilbert. That he can be hurt. That he's he, easy to hurt. He is easy to hurt. And Hamzat will find... The power he'll 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 weather the storm to get through. He'll run through the storm, I should say, to land a couple. So that's why I I I think 
I think I changed my mind. I think I want to see him fight Hamzat now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being dead serious because what if he's not here? What if he tries pulling some, hey, hey, you know, hey, and you did this. What? You caused what? this problem. What? 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 You know, what? with what? all the uh, Usman striking is getting so good talk. And now he wants to go off and fight Canelo. Oh, don't do that. Jeez. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> you, Dana was you right. You caused this problem. Dana was right in what he said. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to do that. No, you don't. Because we keep, I don't know. I think MMA fans uh, might be exclusively in the MMA lane. Um, we have we have quite a bit that MMA and they watch boxing, but we have a lot of MMA people that are watching just MMA, and I don't blame them. MMA is awesome, obviously, but they're not watching. <laughs> obviously, they're not watching what what boxing level of hands is. They're missing. They're missing that the angled footwork and the combinations and the reads they make at high level boxing is so much higher than MMA boxing. They're two different sports. Usman knows that. He hey, knows but, that, but, dude. And I love. But they the, all get. I mean, if you if you want to pretend you don't know because you want that crossover paycheck, that's what he go, wants. Please, and he got please. busted at the presser. Go ahead, like do that. Go that route. Make your money. I get it. But it's when you believe it, and I don't know if they believe it or not. Some do, but I think a lot of the listeners they don't see it. Uh, watch, watch some, watch a boxing individual in the gym hit mitts, and then watch. Some of the MMA people in their gym hit mitts. I can tell you what it looks like. In MMA gym, you're hitting mitts, and they're doing four-punch combos with maybe a block or two or a duck. And and they're doing that. And then in fights, they're throwing one punch at a time, one, two punches at a time, three punches at a time. Not often will you see a four-punch combination in MMA. You just rarely see it. In boxing, when they do the combos, they're doing 10, 11 punch combos just in practice. And they're repeating these combos infinite times. MMA, you have to work on your full game. You got a lot to do. So you're working on ground game and grappling and wrestling and strikes and kicks and blocks and fence and wall walking. You have so many things to walk on. You can't spend that kind of time. With just your hands. At boxing, that's what you do. It's hands. Look how big a deal they make whenever, like, Usman's jab. Oh, it's developed. It's so well. Oh, my God. He has the best jab. It's like an, it's nothing. That's a nothingness in boxing. You wouldn't even mention that in boxing. No. (laughs) You know what I mean? But But, but in MMA, MMA we make such a big deal out of it when anyone has a decent jab. Yeah. And if you throw, if you throw, if you throw, Seven jabs in a round of MMA, it's getting talked about. If you throw seven jabs in boxing, they're wondering what you're doing wrong yeah. and why you're not throwing. So, yeah, there's such a significant level there. I love when the reporter cornered Usman about that. because what did say? I don't... Um, it was something along the lines of, since you only want to have this fight with Canelo about legacy, would you be willing to make it a charity event and give all the proceeds to charity. Oh, I didn't see this part. And he busted Usman big time, big time. You had to see his face. He was like, hell no, man. Hell no. We ain't do- well, what do you mean, hell no? You're the one who said it. You said it. You said that it was about <laughs> legacy and you want to test yourself and let the best go against the best. Let's not, let's not bullshit each other here. This is about the payday. Mm-hmm. You want the money. Yeah. 
So yeah. if he's going to do that, if he's really considering doing something like that, I don't know. Maybe Hamzat should fight him right away. Because what if he leaves? What if he leaves? Because, I mean, let's be realistic. How many more would Hamzat have to, what did we say? I think I even just said this last week, right? What did I say? One more and then a title shot? One or two more? What? I don't know. Now, Dana, Dana suddenly, <clears throat> he thinks Hamzat should wait a good bit. He's talking about when you get to the top 10, it's a different story. This guy hasn't fought anybody yet. Which know? is which I is mean, surprising that he's talking that way about Hamza. You're trying to build a superstar, and you're talking that way. True, he, he is building a superstar, a charismatic uh, wonderment. But I mean, Dana's actually correct, and he should wait because he hasn't. But what if what if uh, Hamza, as he does, demolishes two more opponents, like what he does to people? What if he does that? That's what I'm saying. Opponents. So is that That's, good enough? Because he can do that in two weeks. That's what. That's, what, <laughs> that's sort of what I want to see. <laughs> he can do that in two weeks. I, I don't think he should skip the line, but can we speed up the line yeah. process? If like, he doesn't get hurt wrestling. So. And this stupid wrestling match. By the that's way. That's true. That's true. Do, yeah, by the way, last week. am I being dramatic by saying that the UFC shouldn't allow him to wrestle in that match? Because he can get injured. Yeah, Some I, people I, think I'm being dramatic. I, I don't. He's. We, you already saw the star. Maybe if it's somebody that's ranked number 48 and they're under the radar, nobody knows their name. You know, again, okay, go ahead. If you have to take a year and a half off, whatever. You're, you're, not, you're not the bread and butter. You're not losing money here for the organization. You're just hurting yourself. But when you have Hamzat, I mean... He's a name. People talk about it. People talked about him more than the main event. Yeah, but people are saying that... And that, that, you should not let him do other things, because if he gets hurt, that takes away the person but you're no making. One, but no one disagrees with that. The thing that people disagree with is they're saying that the chances of him getting hurt or injured in a wrestling match, it's not like jujitsu. He does this all the time. This is essentially practice for him. He's going to practice. Do you agree with that is what I'm saying? I wouldn't let it happen if I was Dana. Okay, why? But I, I asked you a question. Same, it's the though. same reason. You're under contract, and I don't want you competing and risking an injury. Yes, you can get injured and practice and this, but this is. When you when you you bump up, you're having a, a match that you're super competitive, and you exactly. don't want to You're willing to right. go an extra mile. Yep. You'll put extra effort. You'll take it's extra It's not the chances. same as the gym. It's not. No. You're willing to put everything on the line to win this match, and... You, you you could say, well, no, they understand that this is how they make money here, and this is their contract. No, when you have people, <laughs> when you no. have people that are competitors, they don't give a shit. If you say, hey, you two are going to wrestle in the street for four dollars is the winner, it's on. Like that's four million dollars because pride and competition takes over immediately. You're not losing. You're not. You could say, look what, at Usman on gonna, the jet when he was playing Uno. It was like. It's like he was having the fight with Colby. Yeah, that's people, how into Uno he was. That's what I mean. People <laughs> know they don't care what the stakes. As soon as you mention this is a competition, and there's the prize, and whatever the prize is, bragging rights, a happy meal, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's they see a big, huge, ten and a half pound gold belt above them when when you flash. This is a competition. When that's what you get when you put alphas together to yeah. compete. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. So I agree. I, I agree. 
are the risks kind of low? There's still but there's risks. still risks, and they're more there's than just risk. the practice mat. Yes. So yes. I'm I'm with you on that. Okay. Good. We 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 sort of uh, we we were talking. That's how that's what got all this going. But then we didn't touch on it anymore about Leon Edwards versus Masvidal mm-hmm. maybe being off. Oh. If that's true. You don't like it, it looks like, huh? You want to see that first and then... I do. And I, then, that fight needs to be made. <clears throat> Leon needs to... Poor, let's get that guy well, out of Nose Island. I mean, because well, he's yeah, partially if, still there. But if he's not fighting Masvidal, maybe it would become something where they're like, okay, that's fine. We're going to give Masvidal the payday with Colby. We're going to make this crazy money on this fight. And then we'll let Leon fight for the belt. So maybe Leon Edwards would be okay with that. If he's okay with it, I mean, I don't know why you... I'm not saying that's what's how. I'm just trying to yeah. think if he agreed, What? why would everyone agree? Masvidal would definitely agree because of the money. And then Leon Edwards, if they're giving him the title shot, then he would agree. But here's why I don't like it, and I don't want to see it in that order. I want to see him fight Leon Edwards first and then Colby, and I'll tell you why. Because right. I think if he fights Colby, we ain't going to see him fight Leon Edwards anymore. Mm. But if he fights Leon Edwards and he loses, still we're still going to get I like Masvidal Colby because Colby doesn't care. Colby already said that. Yeah. He already said, I don't care how many losses he had or has that mm-hmm. we still have unsettled business. Because he knows, he knows that money's always going to be here. It's like Nate and Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if they lose... The He's, next yep. 30 fights. Yeah. That money's there. Everyone's going to tune in for it. Kobe would be right, and you would be right, and I agree with you. Yeah. And and please, 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 do tough, Masvidal. Do tough with Kobe next year. I know oh, he said he doesn't oh. want to do it, but who I'm said, telling who you. Who said they don't want it? Remember last year, Masvidal said that he turned it down because he'll legit kill Kobe. he said. He said that, like, I don't care what type of, like, cameras are around. I'll choke him. Like I, I will get, and I believe him too. But please, man, just like that'll be the greatest oh. MMA television ever made. Please do it for me. Please, please, please do it. Yeah, because that'll be fun, funny. Lino P loves reality drama, and, and you know what? That would be some real reality drama too. Yeah. Like how Colby was saying, they have to sort of manufacture uh, drama on that show now. But that would be real. It would and be. That's the and best you, type of drama. And you know damn well that they would bleed that into their team. So both teams would end oh, up yeah. having drama for their mama. Yeah, hatred for the other team. They, and they, then they, would they would bleed start it. They yeah. would push it on them. Yeah. They would say, don't talk to the other team. <laughs> yeah. They'd say, sportsmanship, hell with that. Yeah. They would just separate it and then those guys got to live in the same house yeah. at least Masvidal and Colby they go home to their own I like it so it would <laughs> I like it it would be a train wreck of an awesome Man. show and I was so proud of Colby for a moment there I was proud of him when they had that moment in the octagon and then you like, know then we came back to reality at the presser back. when he said that Col- that Usman cheated you know I don't even mind the switch coming back on if you're going to do it the right way. But the way he turns the switch on and off, it's like you're not even believable. Yeah, it's a lack of premeditated strategy on how you're going to do it. Yeah, and I I didn't like that he called Usman a cheater. I I didn't like that he called him a cheater and said he has no respect for him after you just 
you just hugged it out with him like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a bad look as far as I'm concerned, you know? It's his image. Yeah. But he has a point. He has a point about not being on the pound for pound rankings. Who, who, what, what, what? Kobe. Kobe said when Dana said that if Usman wasn't here, Kobe would be the champ. And Kobe said, here's the other thing. Who else do you know gave the pound for pound champ a hard time twice? I'm the only guy to do it, yet I'm not even on the rankings. And he has a point. How's that fair that Colby's not on the pound for pound rankings after he gave the pound for pound champ a run for his money twice? He shouldn't be on the pound for pound rankings? Is it only champs on that list? No. I thought I'm about the to, same. I'm I, trying I, to think who's. Stipe's on there. Believe me, I I know where you're going with your mind, okay, and I okay. did the same thing, and I looked into it because I wanted to make sure That's that right, I wasn't Stipe. thinking the same thing. I mean, are you talking about ex-champs or are you talking about current champs? Yeah, is it both just ex and current champs? I, I like where your head's at. Let's take a look. I, I, I would, if I was a betting man, I would say they're all ex-champs for sure. So that might but be... But they're not current champs. I that know might that. might be Let me see. part of the criteria that's keeping them off, whether it's been mentioned or <clears throat> they just figure it out, sort of like the takedown rule. <laughs> so let's see. Yeah. Uh, Usman, like, Volkanovski, Adesanya, Nganu, Poirier. Interim. Uh, interim, yeah. So, but Colby was interim. <laughs> see? Mm. Colby was interim. John Jones, Max Holloway. Oliveira, Stipe, Moreno, Jan, Glover, Robert Whitaker, Jan Blahovich, and Cyril Gaon. Mm. There's another one. Cyril's see? on it, so that rationale's out. Yep. See? He should be on it. Colby should be on the pound-for-pound pound list. It's not fair. He, he, he has a point when he says that, the, that they treat him different because of this act that he puts on, dude. You know what? I, you gave food for thought there. And he has another point about how exciting he makes shit. He's oh, like, he I put I put asses in seats, man. Like I he does. I he promote does. this company and I should be treated better. And he does. I mean, he's fun. He's he, fun. Like like him or hate him, he's fun. That's true. He's always gives people something to talk about. So no matter what side of the fence you're sitting. Yep. Speaking of the pressers, all right. The pre-fight presser, we need to never allow those two reporters in there ever again especially the dude in the pink suit i missed part of that he should never be allowed to come to another pre-fight press conference ever again this isn't the first time he's done this i've seen him invaded a a fighter he did it before with connor yeah yeah i've seen that what do you have a clip see i I like i'm in the dark in this i don't i of what he said to connor or what he said to kobe yeah the recent let me see i can pull it up real quick because I missed that part, and I've been meaning to go back because of all the controversy, to which I'm out of the loop, so you get to educate me. Colby, pink suit. I guarantee it comes up. There we go. Question for Colby. Colby, great color scheme today, by the way. Colby, we are here at Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, where the greatest of all time became the greatest of all time. From Muhammad Ali to GSP, right here. And in two days... Who's he think he is? Lino P? All that rhyming. (laughs) (laughs) You get a chance to step inside that cage, and they will lock the door, and you will attempt to take that belt violently from that man by any means necessary. 
Oh my god, the build up. My question to you is Ask the damn question. If if you were to somehow lose this fight, will you agree? Yo, 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 one sec, one sec. Will you agree right now? Yo, one sec, one sec. You look like a bottle of Pepto Bismol. And it makes sense because you got diarrhea at the mouth, son. Get out (laughs) But what's funny is, I mean, Colby's wearing pink. (laughs) <laughs> and blue, you know what I mean? So I don't know if that was such a, a, a good dig. Get this clown out of the building. That's some if Trump shit right there. Get him out of here. Do you agree right now to allow an independent medical team to look at your x-rays from 2019? And this is some Trump shit right here. This is something that they would... Will you agree to release your taxes? Emails yeah, taxes your emails. like right. tax returns. Exactly. I'm going to show you where Colby went wrong here, though. Listen to determine once and for all whether or not that man broke your face. Yo, such a where'd you get your suit from? J.C. Penny? Do you Penny? agree, yes or no? I came here on a Do cheap you agree, fight. Yes or this no? chain costs more than your house, your son. Your suit looks this like an airbrush, license plate. Get this clown out of here, Get this clown out of here, man. Why are you What other organization do you know are reporters allowed to speak to athletes like that? Like, what a, do you ever see them speaking to football players that way, baseball players that way? No, it's only in our sport that somehow they get away with this type of shit. You know what? I can't, I would have not thought about that in depth until you mentioned that. Yeah. I can't think of. A friend of mine said the perfect thing to that. He wrote the perfect tweet. He said, pay attention to me, not the fighters. That's exactly what this is. This whole oh, oh, showing. Uh, yeah, 100%. Answer the question. If you lose the fight, will you allow the x-rays to be released to prove whether or not your jaw was broken? I want to give a special thank you to Luigi. And that's where Colby messed up. If he was smart, he would say, yeah. Yeah, I have nothing to hide. I mean, obviously he does, but he's letting you know that he has something to hide. Yeah, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, if yeah, he yeah. was smart, he'd be like, yeah. And then afterwards, he'd be like, no, I ain't, I ain't showing you shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what does it matter afterwards? But yeah. um, yeah, I I don't understand how we're allowing this guy to come back and antagonize the fighters, like he's some sort of uh, character or something. You know, like this is the WWE. Hmm. I wonder if Pinky will be allowed back, <laughs> Pinky for 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 future. We'll see. Yeah, and it's uh, it's clear that the two people had an agenda with Colby too for other things. It's just I don't know. I thought it was a bad look. And all I could think about the whole time, too, was you have Colby. I mean, clearly that, that person, whoever that is, is is trying to do a, a Joe Schmo, the Schmo and not one-off. Good, and not do a good Schmo. Yeah, he's trying to do the Schmo one-off, and he's just... Here's the thing about the Schmo. When the Schmo does it, his character, he doesn't pick sides. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he does this character, but he's never antagonizing the fighters. It's just the character. This yeah, dude he's, he's is missing, antagonistic. Yeah, he's missing the, the art of what Schmo does. So yeah, exactly. Um, and all I could think about the entire time was Colby and Usman the whole time. It's like super cringe when they're talking to each other. And then you look over at Rose. <laughs> and she's just sitting there with a dead stare on her face. No smile nothing like a killer like a straight she's all 
business. Yeah, she doesn't want to be there. She doesn't care about this. Let's just get me dialed in for fight time. Yeah, that's all I'm here for. And then look how it changes afterwards. Like when she, well, hey, you know, speaking. All right, let's jump into. Jump that's in. perfect. So okay, Yo. Rose Namajunas defeated Zhang Wei Li via split decision, 48-47, 47-48, 49-46. What'd you think? I don't know. It didn't deliver the way I thought it would. It did not deliver the way I thought it would. I know I'm probably in the minority there. I I I see how you were expecting because we've seen Wei Li in in the war. Yep, in I was January. expecting so a you war. Were expecting a faster pace. Yes, a faster pace between the two, and they had a slower pace. So it yeah. was a little more methodical. Um, and they both were on that same page, and that that page was not that same pace where. Uh, her and Joanna were on the same page, and that was let's meet in the center and let's let's go at a faster pace and whatnot. So, but it's still a good fight. What do you think of the again the scorecards? Oh, Jesus, and, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of who did you think they won? It was a. Do you want me to be totally honest with you? Yeah, what, tell me your thoughts. I I had to look at the stats afterwards. It was such a close fight. I had Wei Lee winning, like in my eyes. In my eyes, I had her winning. And then I had to look at the stats, and I went, wow. I said, man, I'm so surprised. Like, if I didn't look at the control time, I would have thought Wei Li had more control time. If I wouldn't have looked at these stats, I would have thought Wei Li had more significant strikes. Like, to me, when, when I was watching it. So, I had Wei Li winning the fight, but then once I seen the stats, I clearly gave it to Rose. See, I, I, I watched the fight again. Um, with more of an analytical eye than the first time, and it w- it was interesting. I had, I had, uh, let's see, Rose winning uh, rounds four and five. I had Wei Li winning one and three, and round two. Round two was so close. Round two could have gone either way. It was so a that, close fight. It was a super close it a, fight. Yeah, it was a real close fight. So there wouldn't have been any any robbery if it would have gone the other way. No. Because it was, like I said, I think they each had two two rounds that were, that were pretty clear. But that round number two just, I don't know, that wasn't, that wasn't clear. Dana White clearly wasn't entertained. He had to... Go over there and watch that Canelo fight. <laughs> he had that big money on the fight. hundred grand. He was keeping an eye after his money. That is so insulting. If I was Rose Wade Lee, I'd be so mad that he did that. If it was a prelim, I would say, okay, that's okay. Dana's watching the Canelo fight real quick. But you're going to go watch the Canelo fight while your champion is fighting? Yeah, that's... That's rough. <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing here? It what are we talking like, about? Go watch it afterwards. And it wasn't like a secret. I mean, he had the monitor up. He said it afterwards yeah. that he was watching. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Why are you watching that? This is this is these are your people. Go watch it afterwards. You can't wait. What's the difference? That money you put on the fight is the money you put on the fight. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like real gamblers, they don't even watch the stuff. They bet. And then they just look at the results. They don't have time for all that shit. Real degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that fight, 
But here's something I realized about that fight. Hmm. Watching it again. Okay. I missed the first time. Okay. You know what? Wei Li trains with Henry Cejudo. Dude, I was just going to say that. That's the other reason I feel like I failed the listeners last week because I'm not doing my homework. I didn't know she trained with Cejudo that much. But wait, wait, wait. There's more. What? She wanted to get his hair cut. Run down Conspiracy Road with me real quick. Okay. Take a jog. Trains with Henry Cejudo. Yeah. Movement now looks just like Henry Cejudo. Of course. Hair looks like Henry Cejudo. Muscular build shorter in height as Henry Cejudo. (laughs) She changed her height. same haircut. As Henry she Cejudo. looked like a Monchichi doll now. No, Rose didn't fight her. Rose fought, fought Henry, Henry Cejudo. Cejudo. So they still, uh, she still has to have the title fight with Wei Lee. They never had it. Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. It's funny you <laughs> went down that avenue because I thought the same thing. I thought she's been training with Cejudo so damn long now she went and got his hair cut. Well, it, when you see the and movement, I like her with longer hair. I wish she didn't cut her hair like that. Rose can put, man, like Rose pulls it off great. I like uh, Wei Li with the longer hair. But Wei Li, as soon as I saw her movement at the beginning of the fight, like, this is like watching Henry Cejudo fight. Like, watch, go back and watch, and they move exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like, the same. It was freakish. That's what made me start to link other things together. But. Did you even say who who you thought won <laughs> after all that shit you just said? I You said it was close. You watched it with an analytical eye the second time, and it was close, and the second round, and blah, 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 blah. But who do you think won? (laughs) Who did you think won the first time you watched it, and who do you think won the second time? I do think Rose edged it out. Both times, with both eyes. Okay. Okay. But I could see if it went the other way. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be complaining. A lot of disrespect for Wei Li that night. I don't get why people boo. She's... I don't know why people boo her. They booed her. She's after she said she's how awesome, happy she was nice. to be there she, with yeah, you guys. She's there saying, "I'm so happy to be here with all of you. You guys make me happy." And you're booing her. And I don't understand all the USA chants all of a sudden. Like I'm all for USA chants. This is our country. But since when? Since when? You guys don't do it every event. Like you know what I'm saying? It's every not the first time we've had it. Because I mean, we have a very well-rounded. Um, well-rounded, worldly-rounded um, presence in the UFC now. Yeah. I mean, when, when Rose fought Ioana, where's all the USA chants? Like, is it because she's from China? Like, what are we doing here? What, are we doing that because of COVID? Like, what is this? And then, and then they disrespected her at the end of the fight. She's given the post-fight interview, and they have the cameras on Rose the whole time while she's giving her interview. Yeah, I mean, Wheelie is pure gold, so I don't understand. It's so disrespectful. Keep the camera on the fighter that's doing the interview. I agree with you. There's, you okay? No, you all right today? Am I scaring you? No, no. I'm I just... feel like I'm scaring you or something. <laughs> What's going on with you? You're, you're, you're way quieter than usual. What's going on? I'm not. I'm you don't thinking, feel good? No, but I feel great. Okay. <laughs> I feel great. Actually. All right. Because you're making me nervous, no, man. No, no. I'm just thinking, while you're talking... I agree with everything, and I'm thinking it's all right to cheer for your favorite, but you don't have to boo yeah. the good person. Now, Did you read if, my tweet? That's what if, I said if you're last gonna, week. If you're going to boo Colby, we, we get it, because he tries to put himself in that lane 
He to, wants to, to be, be the, the bad heel. guy, the, the yeah. heel, to yeah. get booed. Yeah. I mean, Bisbing, when he was fighting, he put himself in line to get booed. Yeah. So I, I get, you know, when the, but Waylee never puts herself in line. She wants to align herself with the world and everybody. And, and somebody said to me in football, they wanted to put in like football terms, said whenever, like for us, let's say, okay, we're Steelers fans. So if we go, when the Steelers come out, we're going to cheer. And if the opposing side comes out, you're going to boo. This isn't football. It's not the same. Because in MMA, a lot of times you have two of your favorite people fighting. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I... I guess there's a point in there. But No, there's no point in there. Because mm. why would you boo somebody unless you dislike them? You have to... Do you understand what a boo means? A boo is you dislike this this person. Yeah, I guess it is different because you're booing a team, not an yeah. individual. Something was definitely going on there, dude. It was because she's Chinese. That's what it is. That's what oh, happened here. It's because she's Chinese. What was it? The, the red, better red than dead or some shit? Somebody was... A, what happened with Rose? Didn't she get into something with with Lee about that? There was some... I heard uh, something about that. I don't know. There was some... It seems some political stuff before their first. Yeah, and uh, that's what that was all about, too, I believe, why they were booing her and all that shit. And why was Halle Berry there? She's got an MMA movie Does coming she? out. Yeah, that's why she's she a in fighter? the mix. She's a fighter? She's been working out like a fighter. Hmm. She's a big, huge fan. She's been a longtime MMA fan. That's cool. It's hmm. just it's just funny to see, like, during weigh-ins and stuff, they just... Not really, but... They just don't <laughs> give her any... They don't give her a second look. It's like, no, they're dialed in. They're dialed in. They don't have time in, for like, Holly Bear. Who has time for Holly Bear? Yeah, they're like not they're going to war. Like, son. I don't care that you're rich, famous, been no. been Catwoman, move or whatever. <laughs> move. Give me a check or move. <laughs> you'd person, you'd person cutting checks. <laughs> yeah. You Uncle yeah, Donna? Like, no. Yeah. Move. <laughs> Go back to set. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is why we needed rematches, by the way. Everybody kept saying, you know, why do we need this? Oh. Why do we need this? Waylee got fit. This is why we need this. Now you see why we need this. Here, here's the other part. To, to go one step further, I can't remember who asked. Maybe it was the post-fight that they said, hey, you know, do we need Rose Waylee 3? And Dana's like, like, no, likely you lost. You lost twice. But... I sort of wouldn't mind seeing a third. Me too. The first one was clearly yeah. Rose, so I'm not taking anything away. You know, beautiful performance, knocked her out quick. I get it. But like we're talking about, but we wanted to see everything Wei Li can do. You know, we wanted to see a full fight. Yeah. Sort of, you know, in that way of speaking. And we got to see that. And it was pretty awesome. And this fight could have gone either way with a decision. It really could have gone either way, and it wouldn't have been, you know, we wouldn't be hanging the judges by their heels. And and Joe saying that there's not another competitive fight in the division, that's crazy. What do you mean there's not another competitive fight in the division? For either one? Yeah, for either of them. I was like, what, "What, son? You forgetting? (laughs) You want to weigh Lee, too, baby. This is a stacked division. Sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah, we got people. We got people ready. All right. Well, um, let's get to the real main event, shall we? Oh, man. You're skipping around, huh? All let's, right. Yes, I'm skipping around. You are skipping. I'm skipping around. I waited long enough. All right. All right. Okay. So, Justin Gaethje defeated Michael Chandler via unanimous decision. 29-28. 29-28-30-27. Let's talk about Michael Chandler real quick. Oh, man. That's... Not many 
fighters can come into the UFC and continue to make a name for themselves as they continue to lose. Do you understand how difficult that is? It It is. It's a unicorn. It's a battered, bruised up, badass unicorn. Yeah. If you, with a, <laughs> with a, with an ice mask on. With an ice mask. Talking to his son. <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've Should seen we in play a long it? Time. Please. Okay, let me find it. The visual, the it. visual is hilarious. Okay, you, you, you put, set up the visual real quick and then I'll play it. The visual is Michael Chandler post fight at home on a couch with his young son talking to him in a comedically entertaining way wearing a complete covered ice mask so you cannot see anything but blue here it is so he looks like some freaky superhero talking and you don't even and the visual makes it even more awesome but let me tell you folks you don't even need to see the visual (laughs) once you hear this yeah here he goes he's with his son you just need to know he has an ice pack on his entire face you that your father has made some really bad decisions (laughs) in his last fight that resulted in his face being virtually unrecognizable. (laughs) Therefore, to expedite the process of healing, I would like to wear this frozen mask so you, my son, may be able to see me more clearly very soon. I love you, son. I will see you at the top. (laughs) It's still hilarious. And his son's just like poking at his face and touching at his face. You know who he sounds like? Did you ever see the show Preacher on AMC? No. Oh, you never seen the show Preacher? Well, there's this, it's based off of a comic book, and there's this one dude who um, tried to commit suicide okay. in the comic book. And. Oh, this is going to be graphic. What blew away half his jaw? So so he, he, he went to go kill himself with a shotgun. Okay. He put it in his mouth. And then the way that they do his makeup, it looks like he has his, his asshole where his mouth is. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you. And. And he talks exactly like Michael Chandler talks here. Oh. He sounds exactly like that, him. That's crazy. So yeah, for all you guys out there who knows that that know the show Preacher, tell me that doesn't sound exactly like him. That that whole thing is hilarious. And we went, yeah, he's like, I'll see you at the top. Yeah, I'll see you at the top. I can see you doing some shit like this with your son. That was hilarious. Yeah, but back to I think that's why I like it because yeah, we, it reminds you of you. With we your do kids. this nonsense. Yes, at my house. Yes, pretty yes. routinely, pretty daily. Um, but back to what I was saying about Chandler. You know, for you to come into the UFC, if you're you're winning all the time and you're on fire then it's easier to make a name for yourself. But when you lose and your stock keeps rising, yeah, that's difficult, man. It is. That's hard to do. And with every fight, Michael Chandler's stock just goes up and up and up. And I just want to see him fight more and more. And it's so crazy that just this time last year, I was arguing about why does this guy deserve to be in the top five oh. already? Why does this guy deserve to fight a top whatever already? And yep. now it's like you and me both, and and we had a lot of people in our uh, in our bathtub. Yeah, what? What does that mean? Uh, they agreed with us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a lot of people. Next in our week, bathtub. I'll be like, and Ian and I have, have a lot of people in our bathtub. <laughs> You're like, what? I don't know who said that. <laughs> who said these I, things? I, I swear, I won't remember. Um, yeah, man, that that uppercut, dude, that Gaethje caught him with, Ooh. set up perfect from the start of the round. Uh. He, he he threw it about four or five times, and he missed them with it until he finally connected with it, and that's what turned that whole fight. Like, that's 
what kind of hurt Gaethje for the, or excuse that me, man. hurt Chandler for the, the rest of the fight, man, was that uppercut. Yeah, the leg kicks and the leg kicks and that uppercut. Yeah. Really, and, really changed the topography of that fight. Man, what a fight. And then Gaethje was going to beat Beltron's ass, too, for the eye poke. Did you see him? Oh, yeah, like, get yeah, away yeah, from yeah. me, man. <laughs> Fuck, man. Let me, let me get sucker punched after an eye poke. Yeah. He's like, I got poked in the eye and then blasted. Thanks. Beltron's like, you all right, man? Get off me. <laughs> Touch me. Now you care. Now yeah, you care. Yeah. Now you care. I got poked in the eye. You let him sucker punch me. But now you want to show me love. Yeah. Yeah. That fight. Uh, I watched that a couple times. Man, that was just fun. You can watch fun. that forever. I, I told my it's, wife. It's, it's now timeless. Yeah. Boom. Put a stamp on it. Th- that's the type of fight that you watch one day when you're bored. Four years from now, five years from now, you're alone on a Saturday night having a couple beers. You're like, I want to watch a good fight. And you put Gaethje Chandler on. Yeah. And it's as good as it was the first day. And how do you deny Trevor Whitman now from being coach of the year, or at least nominated? How do you deny Trevor Whitman from being nominated? All three... Ian's Ian's (laughs) Ian's spilled water all over the studio. No, thank God he missed. Uh, Um, Thank God none of the electronics are near you. What? No, I got to clean it. Oh, okay. There's there's uh, there's paper towel in the thing over there. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. You keep talking. I'll keep talking. All right. I'll, I'll keep talking. I'll be back, folks. I'm, yeah. I'm messing up the program. You see, this is why Ian doesn't produce the show. This is why we don't let him have electronics on his side. He has a little baby iPad. He doesn't even have a laptop anymore because we've had this happen before. I bought him uh, a beautiful laptop, and he spilled uh, wine all over it when he was hanging out with Paula Costa. <laughs> you like my ad lib? I like how you took that. That was uh, uh, pretty quick to 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 throw in some old current events. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But um, Trevor Whitman. So oh, yeah. all three of his fighters won in the same exact night. Justin Gaethje, Rosnama Yunez, and Kamaru Usman. For those who don't know, for the more casual fans who who don't know uh, a lot about the coaches and stuff, he was the coach for all three of those fighters. And the cool thing about Trevor Whitman is he only has three fighters. He didn't even want to take on, I can't remember if it was Rose or Usman. I'm trying to think who he had second. But whoever it was, he didn't want to take a third on, and then he finally did. I think it was Usman. I think he had Rose and Gaethje. Do you know, Ian? I don't know. And I just think it's crazy that he's at this rise in a sport that isn't his sport. He yes, we say a, that all the time. Boxing. He was an amateur boxer. Yeah. Um, and didn't pan out. I can't remember what if it was injury or something. Didn't pan out the pros, but he was a, a wicked amateur boxer with a, you know, hundreds uh, like oh crazy number of amateur fights. And uh and now he's, you know, like we said, we're talking about uh, nominating for coach of the year. Yes. He has to be nominated. In MMA. He has not, to not, be not his you know, given early sport. Would you put this up there with top five best you've ever seen? I don't want to blast you right away with, wait, is wait, it wait, the wait. best fight you've ever seen? Would you put uh, Gaethje Chandler up there, top five best fight you've ever seen? My immediate answer is yes. Okay. Would you say it's the best lightweight fight you've ever seen? Oh, that'll take more uh, more homework. Okay. But at least you, you're secure with the top. See, that's why when I put my original tweet out, I made a little cushion for myself and said top five because I didn't want to come straight out. You, I was so excited. Yeah, you know, I just seen it. <laughs> Everything's I mean, the best when you just seen it. Yeah, yeah. And here, here's the funny thing. As we talk about, you know, fight of the year, well, we, we, we hit 
but next month actually what it's november already geez when we hit next month and we start me and you sit down and start having writing lists and having conversations. Oh, it's that time of the year, Mama. Like no, fight of the year, knockout so of the year. Blah, we blah, have blah. to do that again. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Kidding. It's so much work. It is. And we start hashing this out and going back and forth. This fight, obviously, is right near the top. Um, just like Joanna and and Wei Li. Um, but Joanna, Wei Li. That was January, right? I think Joanna, Wei Li. I could be wrong, but I thought it was 2020. I thought it was in January of this year. No, I think it was 20, but I could be wrong, but that's okay. Go ahead. I don't know, whatever point. other fights. Yeah. Getting back to my point. Well, this is this is this is at the top. We're talking, but yeah. this is going to be tough to beat. This definitely um, you know, we had conversations about Tony Ferguson and Gaethje. That's that's Oof. been bumped. That's bumped. Well, we said that That's Tony bumped. Ferguson Gaethje, our like it was, uh, it, final comment on that was it was more it of a one sided. It was so one sided that yeah, it doesn't deserve to to do it. But you know what? What was so crazy about this fight that I thought about when I was watching it is sometimes when you watch a bad fight, it's because you're waiting for something to happen, right? And when you watch a good fight, it usually has a lot of volume, so it keeps a good pace. This fight had. Almost too much volume, where I found myself not being able to keep up at times. Yeah, that's how much volume, especially in that first round. That's how much volume they were throwing. Was like I, I couldn't even keep up with it. I was trying because I'm trying to get more of an expertise at tech, you know, at Mm -hmm. technique. So I'm trying to watch their technique, and it's like, what's the use? I'm thinking to myself, they fought at a tough man contest. Um. Volume and speed. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know what that is, uh, a tough man's a boxing competition that has some shorter rounds. It's pretty amateur based. They still and, have it? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go in, and a lot of times they go in swinging, like furious, crazy pace. Except usually with a tough man contest, after the first round, the two combatants are dead and they got to come out for two more, two more rounds. <laughs> it's like, Wow, we just went berserk with every bit of energy. Except those guys, they went at that pace, and they just said, let's kind of keep going. I mean, they slowed a little, but still. Oh, that was a fantastic fight. And Chandler's looked like a zombie, a scary zombie in the third round when he's just walking towards him with his hands down like this. Mm-hmm. That's scary, dude. And then that pitcher, man, there was so much good stuff. And then the pitcher in the hospital uh, of those two afterwards. Again, that's what, that's what. That's what this sport is made out of. Hell yeah. That's the, what this sport is made. Yeah, Dan Murliata. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop hating love. Yeah, they got the bitch. They got to love each other at the hospital. Yeah. Because you wouldn't interrupt them there. Yeah. Did you see my tweet about wanting to make um So you know how we you know how we have the wall of belts? Oh, yeah, up yeah, there. yeah. I did read did that. Did you see that? Yeah, that was a good idea. We need a name for it. So I want the listeners to A add zombie fight fan. That dude right there, man. He always comes up with great names. You definitely have to play. Uh, this game so the listeners uh we need a name for the wall that the pitchers are gonna go on so it, for those who haven't saw, seen my tweet what we're gonna do is we're gonna take our favorite pictures of our favorite fighters from moments when they were in the hospital um just kind of either holding you know holding hands make it sound <laughs> so gay uh, <laughs> that they were what ian you 
they were camaraderie. Showing, yeah, the camaraderie in the hospital showing good sportsmanship. Yes. Like there's the one with John Jones in the hospital bed and Gustafson coming over to say yep. hi. There's the one Mickey Ward screaming over to Arturo Gaudi on his side of the hospital room. They were in the same hospital room. Yeah. There's Felder. Felder and Hooker. Felder Hooker. Yeah. So there's a... <laughs> That's yeah. good. Yeah, there's... Felder Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of good ones. So we need a name for that wall. Like, this is the Wall of Belts. We need whatever that's going to be called. Yeah. So please let us know. Let us know what you guys come up with. I like that idea. Real quick. Real quick. Before yes. we move on, Chandler called out Connor. He responded. Do you like that? What, fight? Did, what, did, he, what did he say? I, I read it. I don't remember. So Chandler put a picture, a, a, photo, a photoshopped picture yeah, of, him and, of him and Connor, and it just says 2022. And then Connor responded and he said, I'm down at some stage for sure. Great fight the other night, Mike. Congrats. And then Chandler said, Thank you, sir. It would be my pleasure. See you soon. <laughs> that would be oh, man, that'd you be You want to see that next? Who you want for Connor, huh? When he comes back. Who do you want? What do you what do you like, my friend? And by the way, I was right about Nate. I told you what, to what, watch what? that kid. What? I told you this is the last fight on his contract. Things might get really squirrely. Does he want to go he might fight want, a Paul? Yeah, he might want to leave. Dana might want to execute him and let Hamzat the wolf eat him to death. <laughs> <laughs> like, what sense does that make? You know, and Dana's trying to bullshit his way out of it, you know, and suddenly make Nate this, like, the superstar. Like, come on, dude. Don't do that to Nate. Don't let Hamzat make his name off of Nate like that. He'll run through it. He'll murder Nate. Murder him. That's true. But at the same time... It'll be the first finish. The but, true finish that but, Nate ever had. Uh-oh. You're leaving Thompson out. I said true finish. Oh. You know, the first, like, straight getting starched. Now, but at the same time, do you give somebody what they ask for? You, 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 you say you're the best and you've never lost and sort of that mentality. No, so. you save them from themselves. Okay, I, 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 I like I like that because a lot of times people need that. Well, that exact phrase, people need that. People need to save from themselves. Yeah. Um. Please don't do that, Nate. <laughs> Just don't do that. I'm still... He's not going to take that fight. He's not going to take that fight with Hamzad. What if it gets him a lot of money? He wants money. Everything's going to get him a lot of money. Anything Nate takes is going to get him a lot of money. It's all going to make this. Nothing's going to make more money for Nate than Connor than the trilogy. True, but uh, yeah, he has one more fight on his contract, and it's not looking good, dude. So we better plan for the worst. We I, better just plan for this next fight to be his last fight. I'm telling you. Yeah, he could definitely go over and make some crazy money doing some other stuff, or just not fight anymore true we've seen nate disappear so and, and the funny thing is i was gonna say connor is gonna it's gonna be so long before connor's back but nate like nate and nick they they could go years between fights yes <laughs> sort of like yeah exactly. all right I'll, I'll sit around for two and a half years and some people you know i'm in my prime i want to fight i want to do this while i still can yeah they don't seem to have that mentality it's you know whatever right. i'll fight whenever well, we'll see what happens with that. Um, let's get to the not-so-rapid recap. 
Yes. Oh, this card. So first up, we have Marlon Cheeto Vera defeated Frankie Edgar via third round knockout, three minutes and 50 seconds. I'm sorry, my friend. And I'm not okay with that stoppage if it makes you feel any better. You know what? I'm not okay with it. I'm not in that camp, son. I remember last week we were talking about the fish. Remember we were talking about the frog flipping around, <laughs> half dead. You don't do that to Frankie. You don't do what you wasn't listening, fool. Episode one hundred and one, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, oh, I like Frankie. I, it might be time for Frankie to oh, re- no. retire because <laughs> no. he's taken such significant. It's one shot. No, but I mean his career. Uh, oh yeah the accumulative i'm thinking about my buddy and his accumulative and yeah and that's my that's my concern and i at first i wasn't okay with the stoppage until i saw him stand up and he was like walking off to the Mm -hmm. side and it was very staggered but i thought you said that that's okay with frankie you said uh, you said even if he's a fish you said even if he's flopping around oh i i that's true. You let Frankie go. Yeah. He, he doesn't have to tell you, be able to tell you if he can see or where he lives yeah. or if he has kids exactly. or not. Like, exactly. That's irrelevant. He'll, he can still come back and, you know, win. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's the part that worried me. Here's why. Here's a couple of things. I don't know. I'm just talking now. That's okay. That's what we do here. When that's I all see, we do. Do we do something else? No. Other than talk. <laughs> ramble. Yeah. I ramble. When I saw Frankie come out and Cheeto, they looked like they were... Uh, what at least two weight classes apart size wise like geez they look so far apart in size who who Cheeto looks so huge you, okay in comparison to frankie i was pretty shocked because you see cheeto you think he's you know he's a pretty thin lean guy yes and all of a sudden yeah. i don't know if he added more muscle or just those two beside each other i thought wow the size discrepancy is pretty huge then you know, Frankie has had the same fighting style since day one. He he's he's pretty predictable and and has been for a long time. He has great footwork, great angles. He's probably one of the higher level boxers in MMA and always has been. And even getting older at what forty, he still has a lot of speed. And he's one of the few that comes in and he throws three or four punch combos every time going back to what you were saying about boxing yeah and he and he gets out very few people throw that high of combo all the time throughout an entire fight frankie's been that since day one but the other part that goes along with that he has a pretty predictable pattern of movement and his achilles is anything straight up the middle that's that's the he moves around it's always been like that it's, it's it's straight up the middle well more for a while now. I wouldn't say the whole More time. recently. But he, okay. he just, you know, whether it's a personal blind spot or he just doesn't pay, give enough credence to what can come up the middle and hurt him, like front kicks and knees and uppercuts. Mm. But if you, if that that's what to do. I mean, I'm watching Cheeto do this and I, I was, I was so worried because I'm watching this fight. He was winning too. And I'm yeah, I and I like Cheeto. So this is not, not you know, me and Frankie just go way back. So I'm watching Frankie and I'm like, you're winning. You're winning. You're winning. But and Cheeto kept throwing the front kick, yeah. you know, to to the body and I'm thinking like 
oh, this is scary because you're not paying it enough attention. It's going to catch you. And it's a matter of what runs out first, your consciousness or the time. Because he's throwing it, he's throwing up the middle, and you're going to get caught up the middle. And I hope you don't, but he's setting this up for up the middle. It's just going, going, going. In all fairness, every time he was throwing it up the middle, he was getting taken down. Like, for a while there, Cheeto was thinking about not throwing anything up the middle because of it. Because he was getting taken down every time. And and kudos to Cheeto, because it was, most people would have abandoned it. Your corner might have told you to abandon it. Or you decide to abandon it because of that reason. But I don't know if it was his mindset and his thought process or his corner that said, kept going, kept going, keep going, rather. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Um, because they knew how Frankie fights. Like, middle stuff is how you get him. Throw center, throw center. So that fight had me on edge the whole time. How about that Because I'm like, please, I want you to win, Frankie. But I know that front attack is just mm-hmm. closer closer and the time's running out yeah just beat the clock and he didn't and i was sad uh-huh. it was sad <laughs> how about that good pic? on cheeto did you see that picture of frankie that, going around is that real that I, can't I be real dude they said it's real but I, I paused the tv i tried to do it like myself and i couldn't get it to do it yeah i don't know <laughs> like, come on bro i, I need to see the video because it looks because even the cauliflower ear, which is pretty rigid, was mm. bent down quite a bit. <laughs> so too, I thought too many pirated Photoshop softwares out there now, man. Too many kids know Photoshop. I don't like it. Yeah, can't trust anything anymore. Yeah, I, I really want to know if it's a hundred percent legit or it was fairly legit and you doctored up a little bit. And I don't know. I don't know. I really want to know because I mean, you made him look ninety-eight. Oh. This is the fight I was talking about. I'm mad at the ref, too. Oh, go. Let me have it. Whenever he swatted down Cheeto's arm, when Cheeto gave Frankie the middle finger. Oh, okay. And he swatted his hand away. Don't touch the fighter like that. I like that. Who are you to touch the fighter? Why are you hitting the fighter? That was like a, um, you're reaching in the cookie jar before you ate your dinner and your mom is (laughs) smacking you. Like, no. Be respectful. With these analogies. No cookies. Yeah. No cookies. Don't invite dinner. me to a birthday party. You know what is it? <laughs> 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 Wait. <laughs> you just gonna rehash everything I, I don't re- remember. Everything I don't remember. We're just gonna break. Don't up. wish me half. A, don't wish me half a birthday. You'd be at the wrong party. <laughs> <laughs> well, who did I say that about? Or what? I can't. I vaguely remember saying it. Oh my you, god! You I have to go times. back and find it now. We were just talking. You were like, you can't wish somebody half birthday. You at the wrong party. <laughs> so funny. Now I know better going forward that when you say shit, that it might just not mean anything. <laughs> like you, like sometimes you just go off the cuff and something. put shit together. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like quotes. It's not like sayings. Sometimes they are though. Oh, uh, so I okay. So then I is. will. I'll stop and we'll check. So, some are old quotes. I just made yeah, up and say. That's what I thought it was. Something like and maybe, that. Maybe that was just a brand new one. I was just starting that one. So there we go. That was the that was the initiate. That was the inaugural. Yeah, that was the inaugural one. We're gonna keep going with it. But <laughs> yeah, man, don't touch. Uh, don't touch the fighters. I agree with that. I didn't even. I saw it and I didn't give it any thought till you just brought it up, but now I like your point and I agree with you. Cool. All right. Well, let's move on. So next fight up, Ian Gary defeated Jordan Williams via first round knockout, four minutes and 59 seconds. This is the guy that everybody was saying is going to be the next Conor McGregor. 
He thinks he's going to be next Conor McGregor. Fans are saying it. And I'm here to tell you that he will never be <laughs> the next say, Conor McGregor. You're bursting their bubble. Yeah. I like the kid. Yeah. Um, decent enough striker. Strong. His defense needs a ton of work. He doesn't have the precision of a Conor. But let's put all the technique aside. Let's put all that aside. Okay. Let's say he did have the technique that. of Conor. He's, he's working on it. He's, yeah. he's young in the game. He's, he's had like... Yeah, I want to say 15 fights, half amateur, half professional. Well, okay. One loss. Connor was already a monster by that time. As soon as he hit the UFC, he was a monster. But here's the thing. He'll never be the next Connor McGregor because he just doesn't have that star power. Can he develop it? No. It's not something that you can develop. I, I have this gift. Okay. And I'm being serious right now. I have a gift where I'm able to take a look at someone, a new fighter coming Mm -hmm. in, and I can tell you whether or not they're going to be popular, whether or not that person's going to be a superstar, as long as they rack up wins. I can't help you if you don't rack up the W's. But as long as you can win, Mm -hmm. I can tell you who's going to be a superstar, who has that je ne sais quoi, like we were saying last week. Okay. And this kid ain't got it at all. I mean, at all. There's nothing superstar about him. But winning helps. It helps keep you in the limelight. It okay, helps, it and Kamara Usman was on one of the biggest winning streaks until he started knocking fools out and getting into it with Masvidal and getting into it with Colby a little bit, and nobody even knew who Kamara Usman was. It's not enough to win. You're right. If I'm you want to be a superstar, if you want to, if you want to be a draw. Yeah. So I'm with you. I'm with and, you. And when you say the word, the name Conor McGregor, I mean, you didn't just say it like, you know, somebody who's popular. You went, you went for the highest right away. You went for the most popular of all time. So those are big words. You know what I mean? But it was not. Did you see the photo of him and Conor? I didn't. <clears throat> you got to look it up. There's Why? such a cool photo of him when he's young with Conor McGregor. And he's still young, but he looks uh, like in how like he was a fan in Met Connor. Like what type of yeah? They like standing beside him. That's cool. And he's he looks super young. He's about the same height as him. So uh, that shows you how young he was. And he's a kid, like a starstruck. I'm beside the man. You got to look up the photo. It's priceless. Fantastic photo. He, so he he is like I. You're my idol. You're who yeah. I want to be. So. Yeah. So good. Listen, he might be he might be popular with the Irish fans. Like he might end up being super popular with oh, them. He, but he's not going to transcend nations and shit. He's not going to be the next Connor. Yeah. I don't care how many times he wins. And that's a, that's a good way to put it. You, you got to jump the pond to some other places. Exactly. But yeah, he'll be. I mean, I think he is pretty much a, a pretty big national star already. Anything else to say on him, my friend? I look forward to see him again, and I, I look forward to watching his growth because clearly he's got take-you-out power. He just needs some defense. His defense. His defense is lacking, his son. defense is kind of rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough, real rough. And we'll have to see how his ground game goes. I mean, he has a couple amateur, I think, submission wins. A couple, maybe one pro submission win or something. But I look forward to watching uh, his growth through the UFC, so I'm excited. Okay. Well, next up, Chris Barnett defeated Guillaume Vellante via second round TKO, two minutes, 23 seconds. 
What is up? First of all, first of all, before we get to the the star, which is Chris Barnett, oh, the man. new now this is star power, baby. You see what I was just saying yeah. a minute ago? You need some star. Yeah. That's some star power right there. And he was he's been dancing before he got to the UFC. This isn't new. In his other fights and other places, you you could watch videos on him. Yeah. So he's been a funny ass dude from the beginning. Seeing a man that big do a spin kick, it looks. So incredibly funny to me, and I'm all in for it. I love it. I loved everything about it, man. Good form, hit a tall guy, hit the mark, <laughs> spin it wheel kick to a landed somersault. A oh. landed somersault landed it too. Oh my goodness! And then danced at the end. He did the Harlem Shuffle. Was... I wonder how many people got that. He did the Harlem Shuffle because where's uh, he at? Yeah, where's he at? Exactly. That was great. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, the other thing I liked about him, he took his whole time. In under the bright lights to to praise uh, John for for retirement and give him kudos and make the people stand up like they didn't have a choice. I'm glad you brought that up because I found it a tad uncomfortable. You did just a little bit. I I, I you know it's like but he was being stand I, he, here. You know come come here. You just lost. Now stand here while we talk about me knocking you out. But he was being so sincere. He was. I'm not saying he, he was being message, a dick. He was trying to be yes. as genuine. Did it come? Was the delivery maybe a little? It's not his fault. Yeah, I don't think he thought he was being malicious. And I, no. I, he probably planned on just bringing him over. And he didn't. He didn't know how uncomfortable it could get. But you know, maybe if you wanted to do it like this, like, okay, first let's go over your knockout, and then now when we're done, say, can I say one more thing? Hey, well, like, come over here, man. Come over here. And now you start celebrating him. I, That's yeah. okay. But to bring the guy over <laughs> and he has to watch himself on the big screen, <laughs> come on. That's a little uncomfortable. That's yeah. a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And then to the amount of which he built him up at the end, too, it was a little overboard for my taste. <laughs> but I think that's just how I, he's Chris over, is. Well, clearly, he's overboard. Him, he's overboard. Exactly. So everything's going to be overboard. Yeah. So... So he's overboard, but he's still genuine, which is, yeah, which I which I like. I don't think I've ever seen a, a loser hype the winner in that manner ever, ever. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> but I, I'm really excited to see him or fight. Winner again. hype the loser. Did you say that backwards? Winner hi- hype the loser. How, what the, whatever right way it is, that's, that's the way I meant. want it to be, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and some manscape for my man. We're gonna send you, hey Chris. We're gonna send you that. That Slipster 20 shit, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna hook you up because we like you. We like you. We're gonna hook you up. How about that? Uh, I mean, Volante, I don't, I don't want to... I mean, he's retiring now, but what? what's his weight? Thank you. What's Thank his you. weight? Like, what, what you, is what going you on doing? with him? Like, that, that says to me that you keep increasing your weight. You went from a 205er to a 260er. Who was bi- who who was uh not fat, not a fat 205er? No, 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 no. You were a built athletic. <laughs> right. So to move to heavyweight, I don't know that I don't know that you made that move in any other strategic way other than you want to eat pizza all day. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Yeah, that's essentially. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Because even his, la- he keeps putting on weight, fight after fight. Yeah, he doesn't and, and care. It's, and it's not productive weight. It's no. not helping you. You know, if you're in sumo wrestling, you know, you need that weight to, you know, it helps to move the smaller body out of the circle or onto the ground. But yeah, that's not 
functional, usable weight. No, so he maybe it care. was. Maybe it's. I meant it's a good time to retire. Yes. Yes. So for for sure, for sure. So and I, I didn't. I just had to point that out. I didn't mean it to be super disrespectful, but hey, if you weren't going there. I was. Yes, you were. <laughs> this, is, this is true. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, l- moving along. So we also had Shane Burgos defeating Billy Quarantillo via oh, unanimous man. decision, 29-28 across the board. Man, come on. Uncle Donna, he can't give them a full 50 they Gs? definitely need a full come 50. On, dude. That was a great fight. If they would have full 50. If they would have started off and, you know, the started off the card, people would be so excited. You know what? You you had two guys. The only thing, you know, you got slightly overshadowed because you got, you know, an awesome fight that started it off and they happened to be top ranked people. You're a good they comedian were, and you let Dave Chappelle go before you. You let Dave Chappelle open the show. There's what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, you could still be awesome. Yeah, but, you could still get canceled with them, but you know <laughs> <laughs> So Yeah, they put on a hell of a fight. It was great. They deserve full 50. Dude, what are we doing here? 100% they deserve. You're going to be that cheap? I mean, it ain't going to be a full 50, but they'll be happy with it. Don't worry. They'll be happy with it. Any other. Give them a full $50,000. They earned it. Nothing. You just said you crushed it on the pay per views. You said you murdered it that night on the pay per views. Give them some money. And any other card at any other point, that's full 50 easy. That's fight of the night. That's everything. Yep. That was a, oh man, that was so good. So good on those guys and uh, good on Burgos. Yeah. Next up, Alex Pereira defeated Andreas Machamachamichi via second <laughs> round knockout, 18 <laughs> seconds. The UFC missed a huge opportunity to build this man on this card. A huge opportunity. If it was me personally, if I was Dana, I would have ran out. Izzy's name. I mean, I would have ran all over the place that this is the guy who beat Israel Adesanya. And most people don't even know who Pereira was going into this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And most people didn't even know who the hell he was. They're like, who? Who Who is this guy? Why is people even talking about him? Because MMA fans and kickboxing fans are, even though it's a combat sport and very much... um, embedded in MMA kickboxing that is they're they have different fan bases yep they really do have completely different fan bases so most people wouldn't know that so I agree with you marketing was missed but at least now they could still jump on it because of what he did in this fight you could you could still oh yeah especially if him and Izzy get closer if they start to get closer to meeting up yeah. Then they can do that for sure. Do you think they didn't do it out of respect to Izzy? I was trying to think, like, why didn't they do that? They have to know better. These are the people I, that I, showed the freaking Dolly going through the bus and murdering Yuana yeah, yeah, uh, Rose yeah. Yunez. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you guys are now suddenly uh, not going to do that. But I wonder if it was out of respect to Izzy, or I oh. wonder if it's because it was in a different organization and they didn't want any, like, legal issues. What, what legal issue when you just talk about somebody's fight in their career and their past? There's no... True. There's I no. figured you definitely can't show the clips, but you could at least talk about it. You know, so I don't know. So I, I don't know why they didn't do that. I don't... They, they should have. And yeah. they hopefully they do from this point on. I mean, you see the man's legit. Oh, he's legit legit. He's scary. I'm he's just, scary, dude. I'm, I'm so excited to see him fight again. I am excited... And I want to see how his ground game is. Decent I mean, takedown defense from what it, we saw. It wasn't bad, but as you as you go up, I mean, 
Yeah. Things get rougher. They get squirrely. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But I am, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see how this plays out. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, last on the list, Bobby Green defeated Ally Aquinta via first round TKO, two minutes and 25 seconds. This is what happens when you go off and you're too busy selling real estate to worry about your UFC career. You cannot be Half one. F- yes. You one can't, by, let's say it better. You can't. You were going to say better than me. You cannot be one foot in and one foot out. Yeah. That's it. You need to be all the way in the tub with us. <laughs> yes. <from before. laughs> Full circle. High five. Nice. There you go. Get in the tub. Yeah. Get We're in the having a tubby party. <laughs> Break out the bubble bath, baby. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, this is what happens because I'm sorry. All due respect to Bobby Green. He should have never lost to Bobby Green. Ally Quinta is a better fighter than Bobby Green. But Bobby, but looks, and I said, Bobby looks so good. He did that his one hands two. He looked were perfect. He, oh, he, he was on that speed. Night. He was oh, on. Oh man, yeah, it was one of his better performances for sure. He looked smooth. He looked, you know, loose in there, really good. Al looked flat, and Al looked flat. And I, you know, and you and I said it last week, and that was what turned me around at the end was. But Al's been out for a while, and Bobby's been active, yeah. and then you know we got into that conversation, and it's so true. You 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 can't do that, man. You can't be half in, all the way in the tub, baby. All the way, in the all tub. the way in the tub. Get in the tub. It's a tubby time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ian, you have anything else to say before we get to the bonuses? I just wanted anything? to say, go ahead. You know, Imovov and Shabazian. That that's an interesting thing, and because it's. You know, Shabazian was, you know, touted and he was on the must watch list yep. and moving up and, and now he's gone oh three. Whereas speaking of looking flat, he looked really flat in this fight. He looked off off his rhythm, off his game. Why flat. do you think that is? What do you equate that to? Why the fall off? Why the sudden drop off like this? I don't know. He just looks so tentative and yeah, I I don't know. I it, It'd be nice to get some some little more backstory as to what's going on with him. And at the other hand, uh, Imovov, now he's on the let's watch list, the must watch list. Let's see where he's going because he did a lot of things right. Even though Shabazian looked flat and not what I think he's capable of, uh, Imovov, he, he said he's there for business. He did everything right. His technique was pretty good in everywhere of that fight. So I'll, I'll be making a note of that, man. There you go. Congratulations to him. All right, let's get to the bonuses. So fight of the night went to Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. No surprise there. None. Performance of the night went to Cheeto Vera, Alex Pereira, Chris Barnett, and Bobby Green. Now for the biggest bag. Ian, which three fighters you think got the biggest bag? Oh, this is a tough one with this card. Let's see. Number one, Usman. Yes, Kamar Usman. He had a base salary of five hundred thousand, performance bonus, pay per view revenue estimate of five hundred thousand, incentive pay for forty two thousand, and a total of one million forty two thousand. That's estimated, of course. Okay, all right. <clears throat> Let's see. Now I got to do a two and a three. <laughs> all right, I'm talking. I'm going to talk this through first. And I want to say something. It could possibly be while you're thinking that through. I'm going to say something to the to the listeners this could possibly be as high as seven hundred thousand dollars more total in pay-per-view points i'm going to tell you why this is all based on a pay-per-view formula 
And what the formula is, is it's $1 per ticket for 200,000 to 400,000 buys, $2 per ticket for 400,000 to 600,000 buys, and then $2.50 per ticket for 600,000 plus pay-per-view buys. So I heard rumors that it could actually be $700,000 more on top of that. So almost two mil. That's a big difference. Yes, exactly. And there's real money. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. So who do you have for number two? Man, um, I'm talking this out. I'm talking this out loud. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Gaethje is going to be two, and Colby's going to be three. Mm-hmm-hmm. Or is it switched? I'm going to go Gaethje two, Colby three. Colby's two. Damn. Five hundred thousand base salary, and then two hundred and fifty thousand estimated pay per view revenue. 32,000 in Venom incentive pay for a total of $782,000. And then who did you have for? Gaethje. Number three, Justin Gaethje for number three. He had 150,000 base salary, 150,000 win bonus, 50,000 uh, uh, fight of the night bonus, 6,000 Venom incentive pay for a total of $356,000. Now, can I say something real quick before... We do that. This is the other thing I I, I, I have to mention real quick. As <clears throat> I heard rumors that actually Rose Namajunas should be three. That's I heard a- rumors that she had a flat pay of two hundred fifty thousand, Venom sponsorship of forty two thousand, pay per view share of seven hundred twenty five thousand, which makes sense because she's a champ. Yeah, she should be above Gaethje. So I heard her total payout was a mil. One million seventeen thousand, and I actually believe that. I, I, so if I had to go, me personally on who I think was number three, I'd say Rose. Even though this website I'm using doesn't have it, and f- so you guys know, if you ever want to know the the website I'm using, it's SportsZion.com, and I bounce around sometimes. Sometimes I'll check this one, I'll check another one to see if their their numbers compare. So I went off this one, but. It should be. I mean, I heard that she had. I heard she had a a share of the pay per view buys, which Sports Zion doesn't include. So I don't believe that. That's big. Yeah, she should be up there. They can share her and Justin Gaethje. They can share number three this week. We good with that? No, no, no. They would actually share. They would actually. She she would be number two, and it would bump Colby to three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did I not tell you that this? I told you this segment is. It's not that easy. It's very difficult to figure it out, but it's so much fun each week, so we keep doing it. I like it. Yeah. And, and about Rose's money, real quick, she must be such a humble person. If you ever watch Embedded and see her on there, her house, and I'm not putting it down, but you would never think the UFC champ who's making millions lives in this little... Modest. Modest. Like, it's a little, really little house. You know what I mean? It's not just like an average house either. It's really little. And uh, she just looks so content in her living room with like big ass bean bags she has on the ground. And she's like, it just, she she sinks in it because she's so little. <laughs> it's like this big thing she has that she lays in. So she must be a really good person. Um, that says a lot about someone, I think. Yeah. You know, that they live like that even though they got money. That's true. Yeah. I like it. Okay. How do you uh, not like Rose Nama Yunus? Come on. Exactly. Okay, well, uh, let's get to UFC Vegas 42. This Saturday, we have my boy, 
Max Holloway, a.k.a. the daddest man on the planet, a.k.a. the blessed era versus Yara Rodriguez. Ian, hit us with some analysis. If you want to continue being friends with me and doing this show together, <laughs> what should you say about my boy? All right? I don't want to make you fight the hands. I don't make fun, but if you get out of pocket, I might have to put your ass in a TP. Man, look at all them terms you threw in one there short sentence. Go. There you go. That was impressive. Don't make me put you a downward dog now. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, my goodness. This fight is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun because you have Max. I mean, his last performance was... One that'll be talked about till his best performance. Oh yeah, Calvin Cater, his best performance in my opinion. Yeah, we'll be talking about that fifty years from now. That performance. Yep. So is Max at his peak right now? Max is a scary, scary man right now. But you have Yair, who you know we haven't seen him in a while. He's been out two years. His last fight was a banger too against Jeremy Stevens, but and, he's been out two years. And and what does that mean? If I'm guessing. I think that out two years was a good two years. I think he spent it improving his game. And for those that, since he's been out, I'll give you a little Yair education. His striking is phenomenal because he's so dynamic. He he fights long and he throws up, um, how, to, how to put it? He throws up things that are fancy, that are extravagant. That are fancy. that are the things that you learn in some martial arts, but most people can't make them applicable to MMA. He does. He could do these these high order things, and but he lands them. He connects. So he's so dynamic in that way. The space, the distance, the speed, the striking. He is a cobra with every part of his striking body. So. Look for some fun here. One thing, um, so what he needs to do to win is just that. He he has to use all the tools he can striking and use his angles like he does. But I don't know how he is with cardio. So hopefully he's remedied. He has a cardio issue. It's known. It's documented. He has trouble with grappling. Uh, and fans. And fans? <laughs> You don't remember he got into a fight with all the fans. He was throwing water balls or throwing beer balls oh, or something. Oh, that's right. Wasn't that him? Wasn't that Yair? And that was in Mexico. Right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Or wait, they did it, but he didn't. He did, did, he, do he did something. He did something in that fight, or he tried to fight somebody. He did something. Because I know they, with the eye poke incident, they people were throwing bottles everywhere. I can't remember. Yeah, okay, keep going. I'll all look right, it up. All right, he's doing some homework. Well, so Yair, use your angles. Use all the dynamic striking that you know and distance that you use. You have a slight reach advantage. Oddly, people probably wouldn't know that over Max because Max fights very long himself. So do that. Uh, you can't go full tilt because Max can bump that cardio and take that the five rounds. So, you know. Use your energy wisely throughout that. Try to keep distance so you're not on the ground. And what Max has to do is pretty much the opposite of that. Add the pressure. Protect yourself from the wild strikes. And Max gets a little lax sometimes with that put my hands down. Uh, I, I call people. I want them to stand in the center. And I want to egg them on. 
be careful what you ask for because if you have your hands down, your ears fast enough and could close distance and is pretty unpredictable with his striking that he could catch you. So don't get over arrogant, I should say, or overexcited. If you could add and mix up takedowns, he definitely should because Yair struggles being off his back. And, and you know, we've seen that in fights, Frankie Edgar. So, and five rounds based on history, it definitely goes to the favor of Max Holloway. So, who do you have winning? I have. Be careful. I have Max winning. Okay. Uh, we can still be friends. Uh, still that, be friends, a, baby. What's the t shirt say? A sweet, sweet t shirt, too. That's right. I, I, it's one of the first shirts I ever wore on this podcast. It is. I think it was like the second week, second episode. And it still holds up. <laughs> it does. <laughs> one of the biggest. It ain't a slip the jab OG shirt, but it'll do. What is? It, what is, my nothing. friend? Nothing. Nothing's in that league. I mean, <laughs> nothing. It's just sad. Slipthejabpodcast.com. What really I think is going to be the make it, break it is this is a five rounder. If this was a three-rounder, I think things would be more competitive. That two rounds, Max is going to turn it up four and five. Yair is going to fade four and five. Okay. So. And who do you have for the sleepers and bangers? We got uh, Yidong Song. He's always fun to watch. My uh, girl's on here, uh, Felicia Spencer. Spencer, I was getting, I was gonna, not gonna leave Spencer out. People sleep on Felicia Spencer. I had to school somebody last week. Somebody uh, put, um, somebody put Amanda Nunez down because they said that she couldn't even finish Felicia Spencer. I said neither could Cyborg. Nobody can. She's no, tough. She's as never nails. been. She's never been finished. She's she is the best chin in the division. So tough. So tough. Cyborg tried to murder her. Yeah. Murder her in the octagon, and she couldn't. Yep. So she's really tough. You have to you have to legit take her soul if you want to finish her. I mean, the two people you mentioned, Nunez and Cyborg, look at their finish rate. Exactly. And, yes. and she went against both of them. Yes. So that's huge. Yeah, that's my girl. That's my sleeper and banger right there. I mean, obviously, you got Cal Dawkins on here, Cynthia Cavillo versus Andrea Lee, Chaos Williams. He was on my STJ watch list for a while. Let's see what the boy can do. But Felicia Spencer, that's the second fight I'm tuning in for. Uh, the other part is, man, I mean, Dalidza and Dawkins, I think, is going to be really fun. It's going to be a fun fight, but I'm kind of bummed that we, we don't get the rematch with... Uh, oh, uh, I know. I know, a, so I know, I know. It's a bummer. They, they tried to do it why? real quick. Why? Why didn't they? I don't know. It was... it Because was, Dawkins wanted to fight, probably, and... No, I think they both were down for it. I, I, and what happened? Why I don't know. That? Hmm. Somebody, uh, journalist people, let us know because they, they, I think I thought they were both in on it and they wanted to run it back and they wanted to run it back quick and they talked about it and then all of a sudden, the leads is in. Hmm. Look, it's Sahuda. Chaos that. <laughs> Don't <laughs> spit the water on the water on the table again. Uh -huh. Oh, he's got <laughs> jokes. Okay, let's get to the slip pick. So last week's results, I went two for five. I had Usman. He won. I had Wei Li. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> but made me switch my. See, you're too influential, uh, dude. I gotta just lock my picks in because you influence me. You influence me because you know you're the. And I'm you the go grasshopper. First. I'm the grasshopper. You will go first too. I know. I know. So I was gonna say, don't don't go second, but you don't. You go first. So I know. Just... That's what she said. That's what she said. Uh, then I had Justin Gaethje. 
one, Frankie Edgar lost, and then Ally Quinta broke my heart. L. Ian, he went two for five. He had Usman. Oh, one. Wei Lee lost. Burgos won. Edgar lost. And Edmund Shabazian, he lost. This week's picks, I got two. I'm going Max Holloway, of course, of course, and Felicia Spencer. Ian, who you got? I already wrote down Max Holloway for you. I think I'm going to go exactly with you, and I'm going to add Yudong Song. Okay. I think Alpha Male's getting it done this week. Okay. Okay. All right. So tune in next week for the results. One thing that I was noticing, and it was with our buddy Chris and all his dancing, Uh, I'm glad you mentioned giving him a package uh, uh, with, with Manscaped because when you're doing that kind of dancing and you have that smooth footwork, one word, friction. There's friction going on. Okay. We can't see the friction. Physics, I like what we're going We can't at. see this friction, but we know there's friction. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants chafing. Nobody wants friction. Nobody wants that. So if you got the right undies on and you got the right trimmer... 4.0, friends, and you got the right sprays and spritzes and lotions. <laughs> spritzes. <Yeah. laughs> like the 1950s bathroom. <laughs> you got the ball toner. You're going to have less friction, which you're going to have less discomfort, mm. which you're going to have better dance moves. That's true. Better flips. Better flips. Better wheel kicks. Better wheel Better kicks. somersaults. Better, better landing. Better landing. <laughs> <laughs> and... And I mean landing in more than one way, my friend. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, you. 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 <laughs> you. Uh, you. <laughs> you. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Listen, go buy Manscaped shit. Get 20%, I can't breathe. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code SLIPSTER20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code SLIPSTER20 at manscaped.com. And like I said, we have shirts, we have hoodies, we have stickers for your goodies. You know you want it. Don't you lie. Don't be a menace. Hurry up and buy. Smooth you. 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 You come with it today. You come with it, you. I can't. You're, you're I can't even it. look at you. You, you on your game. <laughs> Go ahead, my friend. I can't even look at you. Oh, okay. Wrap it up. Put a bow on it. Okay. He delivered. Way to go, Lena Okay, P. you. You. <laughs> you. You. Let's get to the current events. Okay, so first up, um, uh, we have Dylan Dennis now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he's taking so many L's. Uh, he spells his name with Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> he got slapped by Ali Abdelaziz. So uh, this is how it pretty much went down. And there was no video. No video. I know. My no, stop, come on. There's thousands of people. Nobody. You always have your phone out, people. Now you miss a video. Yeah. All these damn cameras. And when we actually needed it, now we don't have it. Uh, there was a lot of action inside the cage last night, or Saturday, UFC 268. According to MMA junkies John Morgan, there was also... How about John, how about Colby calling him fatso? Or so I felt so bad for him. Fat shame in John Morgan. Uh, Poor John Morgan. He starts off the <laughs> pressers. Like, I know, every time. Like, every he runs time. the damn yeah. show. What's up with that? Uh, the veteran MMA reporter posted on Twitter that MMA manager Ali Abdelaziz slapped Dylan Danis at the event. 
and that Dennis was removed from the building. John Morgan said, Ali Abdelaziz slapped Dylan Dennis backstage tonight at UFC 268, according to multiple people who witnessed the incident. Dennis was then apparently removed from the building. Uh, he reached our, I reached out to Ali Abdelaziz, but he declined to comment. And then uh, Michael Bisbing, after that, he chimed in. He said, so pathetic. FYI, people, Dildo was legit slapped in the face <laughs> like a bitch backstage and then ejected and banned from all UFC events. Ha ha. And then Dylan Danis responded to Bisbing and said, hey, at Bisbing, we got eyewitnesses of you running away. Don't ever talk anymore. I am your daddy. <clears throat> I saw that video. Of, uh, of Bisbing and Vittori together? No. Which video did you see? Where uh, I believe it's Bisbing running away from Dana standing in the aisle. Really? It's not, it's not that. Well, what is it? Because I didn't even see that. Basically, Bisbing apparently walks by Dylan and somebody else. And like didn't even see him or something. Like he's facing the other way. Yeah. He's greeting fans, like, yeah. you know, hanging over the edge. Didn't seem to pay attention or care. Or he might not have actually noticed him. Like he may not. So unless there's other parts of the video, he just walk right by. So Listen, I highly doubt Michael Bisbing, of all people, is afraid to get confronted by Dylan Dennis, let alone anyone, anyone, and, let alone and Dennis, to be honest, Dennis. I think the reason I think he didn't even notice him is because I think if he did, there would have probably been some words. Oh, yeah. I don't think he would have sure. just not said anything. I mean, you remember Bisping when Bisbing and Bisping, Masvidal got into it Bisping, in the hotel? Bisbing would have not not said anything. So no. he was facing the other way. And Well, I found this a little interesting, okay? Pre-slap, Ariel had Dennis on his show. Okay. And he sort of put him in check. Who? Ariel. Ariel's on a roll lately. He He's is. been, He's, I mean... He's smacking down everybody. Finishing everyone. Finishing Brendan Schaub. Handing him multiple 10-7s. Then he hands Dylan Danis a 10-7. Listen to this. Look what he had to say to Dutton. Him and Danis are, they're friendly. Like, they're friends. Okay. But watch what he had to say. This is pre-slap, and then I'm going to show you post-slap what he said. Whoa. There's a post? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. So here oh, we go. Oh, snap. This is Heelwani pre-slap. But this has got to be, I mean to be in the midst of constant hate all the time. Why do you end up? Come on. And you bring I mean, it upon love, yourself. Yeah, you yeah. bring it upon yourself. Why? Yeah, I don't, I'm not doing that. I take it all on the chin. You know, they're going to pay either way. He's going to get knocked out or knock someone out. So it doesn't really make a difference. And, I, you know, it's fucked up. The, the one thing that pisses me off about all this shit is that they don't appreciate the entertainment. You know, it's like they all like are talking about me. They're all talking shit. John Jones is fucking tweeting on me. And it's like, okay, come on. I'm fucking, without me and MMA, what's exciting? Stop you know, it. Like, I don't know. This is, see, I, I can on. get behind some of the stuff. And then you say ridiculous crap like this. What are yeah. you talking about? Be honest. Be honest. <laughs> what? What else is more entertaining? On Twitter? Or in the cage? Entertain. You haven't fought since I mean, June of 2019. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, on, on my life right now, just like, I'm, I'm being real, on well, my life. You asked me right now the names of the two guys that you fought. I have no idea. If they walked into my house <laughs> and asked me to fix my garage, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Right here. I don't know who I mean, I, I mean, after you fight me, what happens? That's what they do, actually. Who are they? Do you even know the names of the guys you fought? Do you even know the names? Come on. 
I probably don't to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's it's on true. him like a wet glove. Man. Yeah, I mean, dude, what's the point of you being? I mean, entertain. What do you mean entertaining? You're a troll, but you don't fight. You got to fight too. Like how we were saying, you got to get W's and be a superstar. You got to fight. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What are we talking about here? It, why, so, do we know why he's not fighting? No. Is there an injury? Uh, yeah, is there, I mean that, that, that's uh, something. That's what is it there... used to be, but an injury doesn't last for I mean, listen, some can. Oh, but... oh wait, he is injured now though. Remember the last the brawl thing? He said he had his, a cane or something, his leg or a crutch. So he is And I think he was wearing a knee brace okay, at so the he... fight. Okay, so Is he putting that is he wearing that to I don't know. Conspiracies. <laughs> no, I'm about to get on a conspiracy road. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, are you wearing that thing as an excuse so you don't have to fight? Like, I mean, has I, he been hurt since 2019? I don't know, dude. I don't know. But here's Ariel post slap comments. Oh, okay. This is after oh, the man. slap happened. The pre slap are pretty. Come get you. And yes, I saw the Dylan thing. Listen, I just have to say this before we move on. I, I know I'm going a little long here, but what the hell, YOLO? I told Dylan, stop it, man. This is the wrong kind of persona the wrong kind of heat it's not funny anymore it's not fun anymore it's probably consuming your soul stop it all of it and it's gonna get worse apparently something happened an incident happened i mean it's you bring it upon yourself it's not funny it's annoying Mm. i've said all this to him privately trust me i'm not talking out of both sides of my mouth it is annoying it is tiring stop it the troll thing is not funny anymore. Right. If it's you not. fight and you act like a troll, all right, fine. <laughs> See, it's kind of what I'm the saying. The fans mm-hmm. will be somewhat okay with it. They'll tolerate it. If you don't and you act like a troll and you just are incessant about it, incessant over and over and over and over and over again, it's exhausting and it's not fun. <laughs> There's nothing entertaining about it. There's nothing that makes us want to fight, makes us want to watch you fight. It is X-Pac heat at its finest. Stop it. There you go. Um, It's brutally honest. We had a fan question that came in about this. You want to take it? Throw it at me. Okay. So at Pyru, he wrote in and he said, didn't Ali slap at Abram Kawa as well? How does Danis get assaulted then removed? Does Ali have a monopoly on fighters so he just does whatever he wants? I think that's kind of exactly right. What? Did he get special treatment? Ali does? I think so. Why? Why does he get special treatment? Because now this is like, I think this is the third time. He he said, didn't he slap uh, Kawa as well? Yeah. I had a thing here. Abdelaziz had been in similar troubles in the past. The manager famously slapped Usman's opponent, Covington, in 2020. And he also slapped fellow MMA manager Abe Kawa at a professional fighters league event in 2019. That time, former UFC champion Anthony Pettis got involved in part of the altercation and it was caught on camera. Pettis said Abdelaziz slapped Kawa like a bitch and then was gone in 15 seconds. Abdelaziz cited for misdemeanor battery for that incident. <clears throat> he was. Yeah, that's what it says. Huh. What do you... Where is he getting the special treatment from, you think? How is that even possible? Because he manages some oh, big fighters. Oh, so it's like, listen, you want to be on my good side, so I get my fighters to do what you want. Yeah, he's. Mm. I mean, he's 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 mm. pretty top dog as far as managing. That makes a lot of... He really is. He is. It's pretty crazy. I mean, people know his name, 
I mean, name two or three other managers of UFC fighters. Yeah. You can't. Like, he's, you know, the Don King-ish of the UFC, to be honest. It's true. Yeah, that's true. So. Well, thank you for the question, man. There was another thing that actually happened backstage Saturday, now that I'm thinking about it. Did you hear about the Nganu gone thing that happened? So Francis Nganu, he was walking down the hallway in Madison Square Garden, like uh, down the halls backstage, and he passes Cyril Gone and his uh, former coach, and he pretty much just blows them off. Here, I have a a video. I'll show it to you. There's a video of it? Yeah. Hmm. There's a video? Why would there be a video? Is this staged? So here's Francis, right? There's his former coach, and there's there's Cyril. Oh, look at poor Cyril. Look at poor Cyril gone. <laughs> and he just kept on walking. Do that again. Let okay. Let see that again. But did he miss him? Like miss he- him? D- dude, he's walking with this. It's his boy, and his boy stops to talk to them. Look. Well, he doesn't stop to talk to them, but he stops. Yeah, but he looks, he's looking at the camera, he looks okay. at his boy and, and he looks the other like, guy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I get, it, it does Dude, look you fairly... don't see big-ass Cyril gone there and against yeah, I, the wall? But I mean, it does you look, make a point, E. I mean, he might, as obvious it looks like he's, it, it looks very obvious he's intentionally looking away. Yes. But I, but I, but I'd like to ask him that question because it, it is possible that he did miss him. Like he's walking, looking at the person on the right at the camera, saw his boy, and just see his boy talk to some, whoever that white gentleman is beside there, mm. and miss. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, listen, in a court of law, do you make sense? You do, because he never made eye contact with him. He never looked over at him. He has this, I saw him ahead, and I intentionally didn't want to make eye contact. Very plausible. Or did I legit miss him? Does he have a problem with his former coach? I don't know. Because that would I be... I don't know. Because, I mean, if there isn't a problem with his former coach, then it's easier to believe I just literally missed them in my eyesight. Mm-hmm. But if he left at bad terms, and then this is your future opponent, then, all right, well... Yeah, what I'm are your thoughts you, on that? What are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Because some fans say it was rude. Others say that it's not because they're about to fight. So why does he have to say hi to Cyril Gone? And his former coach. Let, let's let, let's say that uh, everything's all gravy with him and his former coach. They're not chummy chummy, but they didn't leave on okay. um, bad terms. How would you have treated this? Would you have said hi to Cyril Gaughan when you were walking by? Would you have given him the cold shoulder? I mean, if if that person say it was a uh, my future opponent, if they haven't if they they haven't said anything or done anything to me. Then I would have no problem. You like, would. We're going to compete. I don't have a problem with you. Okay. But if you're saying stuff behind my back or you yeah. talk to the media, even if it Got is, you. you know, we have a lot of things. You know, the the, the Colby Covington. You want to build up fights and you want to talk noise and smack and do all these things. You could do that and build the fight. But if you do that, I'm probably still not talking to you. I know you're doing it for both of our sakes of money. But then let's just, I don't know. Let's ride it out and decide at the end of our fight, right? If we want to 
put this to bed or not. You're not going to take it to a Nate Diaz place either. Where he, <laughs> yeah. He, he fights you just because you guys are going to fight. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't even want to shake your hand. Yeah, and there, but there's there's plenty of people that I I I, I can't become friendly with you because my my you know people think my fighting style works on it's anger based. Yeah. So if if I start to humanize you, be friendly, be an acquaintance, even that's going to make it harder for me to hit my switch, like a which serial I, killer, which I draw from anger. Yeah. I have to put you in the spot of the bad guys. I have to put you in that spot so I can perform my best. That's so how I, serial killers are. They say that a serial mm. killer, like a, especially a serial rapist, if you start to humanize yourself, sometimes it'll get them to stop. Mm, if yeah. you start saying, my name is this, I live here, so on and so forth. Okay. Yeah. They can't hit that switch. They like the fear. See? that, And, that's, and fighters have, I wouldn't put it in the same category, but, you know. There are fighters that fight. They want to fight angry. They want to be angry. Hmm. You're a good guy, Ian Abbott. See? And poor Cyril gone. He made me feel bad. Francis made him feel bad. He looked like a little kid. Like, he was, like, wanted to say hi to Francis. Like, he was a fan. He did. He did. <laughs> he looked so hurt. But then yeah, I'm thinking... I love Cyril God. But I'm also thinking, if I'm on the other side of this, if I'm if I'm Cyril gone, yeah, I want to, I want to talk to you, say hi, or at least wave... But if we're going to fight and you don't, I, I'm not going to cross you off my list. Because I understand where I understand. your mindset might be. Yeah, you might yeah, be this. Which we're going to fight. Did. So it's like, all right, I I was just going to be cool because I, I, I could be very mighty mouse about this. This is just profession to me. This is what I do <clears> to make money, to feed my family. Yep. Nothing personal. I don't care to make it personal. I just go collect my paycheck. I got to whoop you. And, right. You know, I'll... I'll yeah, I'll invite you to dinner the day before I whoop you and the day after I whoop you because I'm just there for the money and the win and be competitive. But if somebody's not that way, all right. Their head's in a different mind space. Right. It's not personal. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see. Maybe they'll have dinner the, the, the next day after they fight. They'll give us more information. One of them will probably be in the hospital. <laughs> we might have to wait <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Right. Maybe a month after. <laughs> yes. When they find their head, whoever it is. All right, let's move along. So next up, Mike Tyson doubles down on a February comeback. (laughs) (laughs) Had that shoot up and ready. (laughs) I got to get this on the board so it's not so hard to maneuver. (laughs) I have to get their notes and sneakily do it. I need it on the board. Um, so this is something that you were very excited about last week to talk about. You texted me, you're like, damn, we didn't talk about Mike Tyson. Do you remember yeah, our yeah, exact yeah. words to each other? Yes. What were they? Oh, no, not the, I remember talking. I don't remember the exact words. Yeah. Tell me. I, I, uh. Apparently last week didn't exist because I don't remember the damn thing <laughs> about last week. Thing. Did we do the podcast last week? You, uh, we were texting each other and I said, shit. I said, we forgot to mention this. And you said, yeah, we forgot to mention Mike Tyson too. And I said, Mike Tyson? What about Mike Tyson? And you said, he's fighting Jake Paul. And I said, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I don't know how to respond to that. I was so upset when I heard that. Yeah. Oh, man. So, um, it uh, look, here's the gist of it. The gist is he's definitely coming back in February. But as far as if he's fighting Jake Paul or not, we don't know that to be true. Okay. We don't know if that's a fact yet. So we're going to have to wait and see. I want to see... <sighs> I want to see somebody fight Mike Tyson 
that wants to fight Mike Tyson. I know to bring out the Mike in him. I know. I, I want to see a. Too, I don't want to see an expedition. I can't talk. I don't want to see an exhibition. I want to see a boxing match. Yes, me a too. A real fight, and him and Roy wasn't. And Jake they, won't get him there either. Jake should not fight him. <laughs> Jake's. <laughs> this is not Jake. Hey. <laughs> You look like no, Dana no, White. No, 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 I'm sorry. You not and Jake. Uncle Dana. No, 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 not Jake. I'm sorry. It's Logan. What? Slogan. It's Logan. Logan. Yes. We, we, I, I, We've been saying the wrong name. It's we, Logan. Sorry. The Paul. The other Paul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all the same. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. It's my fault. I said Jake. It's Logan. Yeah. Logan. Ian's right, but Logan shouldn't. Lo- Good. Start over. Do the face again. And everything. <laughs> that's what I liked. Both Pauls at the same time should not fight him. Yeah. Dana said Usman shouldn't fight Canelo, and now you're saying that Logan shouldn't fight Tyson. No, no. I mean, <laughs> no, no. I like Logan Paul. Yeah, Logan. Oh, yeah, Paul, me too. I like Logan. He's he's he, the good brother. Well, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, he's the good one. He's gonna get hurt, like hurt, hurt. <laughs> I don't know. Because he'll I don't try know. to Why? he'll try to fight, and he's gonna get hurt. Mm, maybe, maybe he's gonna get hurt. Oh man, let's let Jake do it. Why can't Jake be the one? Because then if Jake, you know, then Jake will get hurt and we'll get something out of that deal. Logan, I don't have any, I don't have any problem with Logan. Logan, don't fight Mike Tyson. <laughs> or come up with some like crazy rules. Mike, you know, has to fight with one hand behind his back. You have to use 48 ounce gloves. I don't know. Make up some rules. Make something up. And then, uh, so, so listen, for that one, we're not sure, but this one we are sure. Uh, Wonder Boy, he verbally agreed for December 18th, but it is not against Hamzat Chemayev. Which is what, for those listeners, you don't know this. Me and Lino P, have been having, we've had multiple conversations because that's what we want. Yes, exactly. That's why we bring this up because that's what we want. We want Hamzat to fight on December 18th against Wonder Boy, uh, but looks like that's not going to happen. Thompson did confirm to slip the jab that his next opponent will not be the rising phenom Hamzat Kamamil Chemayev. The two have been linked together in the past with Thompson expressing disinterest in the bout last year. His reasoning was that Chemayev was unranked and did nothing to increase his chances of landing a title shot. I disagreed with that then a little bit, a little bit. Gotta disagree now with I it disagree now. with it big time, big time, because he's such a, a monster and such a star now that that gets you where you want to be. And you could probably, I don't know if he, yeah, Wonder Boy might legit just want the belt, but he could probably squeeze some more money for a Hamzat fight. Mm-hmm. You, you could squeeze, you could be like, eh, it's a step backwards ranking wise, but. All eyes on me. All ducats in my wallet. That might be the way to go. Yeah. So at least we. But, get who's this- gonna, but I don't understand. It, it, he if he agreed to it, he he doesn't have an opponent yet. So what? So he's he, he said, said he's he was fighting. he said he was offered he's, it. Oh, he was. He, he, yeah, he was offered it. He accepted, and then but, no, but with no opponent. And then with yeah, and then with no opponent, it was supposed to be Hamzat, and he accepted. And then, so now they're trying to find him like a replacement. But it was originally he thought he was going to be fighting Hamzat. Oh, okay. That's the story I heard, at least. If I'm getting it wrong, everyone, I apologize, but that's what I heard. So he's just really up for just fighting whoever then. Yes. I'm just fighting December 18th, and I'd prefer it higher up. Exactly. Whatever. I'll fight. 
Exactly. So we're going to have to wait on and see who he ends up fighting. But he's fighting December 18th, so that's fun. That is. That's cool. That is good. All right. E, you want to get anything off your chest? No. Okay. Um, the only thing I want to get off my chest is I want to give a shout out to uh, my boy Chris at Unmatched MMA. Go over there and take a listen. He just did an, uh, a bonus episode with our boy Mookie. It was a bonus MMA episode. It was really good. Mookie just had him on his podcast, but now Chris had him on the Unmatched MMA podcast where he interviewed Mookie, and it was really good. He did really great at interviewing, and the conversation they got into was really good, and they talked MMA, so go check that out. I just wanted to give them a shout-out. That's it. Cool. Okay, let's get to the post-fight song of the week, shall we? Let's go. I'm excited because I know... I'm, I'm trying to think... All right, let me, let me talk through this. Okay. I'm Do trying- you ever use my hints at the beginning at all? I know some of the listeners say that they use the hints. I'm trying. The Do you ever use the hints? I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm mean, i terrible at this, so I don't know how to answer that. If I say yes, then I suck. If I say no, I'd be like, why not? I was Tell just me. curious. So I'm thinking, are you going to come with Biggie? Are you going to come with Nas? Wow, Ian Ebbets. Um, Why do you say that? I know you're going to the NYC thing. Holy shit. I know you're going that route. Okay, I'm going to give you that. I know you're going rap. I know you're going... Wow. I know you're going rap. I know you're going New York. Holy shit. I know you're going shit. east side. So I, I'm just trying to think of which one. That Dude, that was good enough for me. I, as far as I'm concerned, you guessed it. So, all right, here we go. This week's post-fight song of the week goes to. Yo, pay attention and listen real closely how I break this slang shit down. Check it. My weed smoke is my lie. A key of coke is a pie. When I'm lifted, I'm high. With new clothes on, I'm fly. Cars is whips and sneakers is kicks. Money is chips. Movies is flicks. Also, cribs is homes. Jacks is pay phones. Cocaine is nose candy. Cigarettes is bones. Uh, a radio is a box. A razor blade is a ox. Fat diamonds is rocks and jakes is cops. And if you got robbed, you got stuck. You got shot, you got bucked. And if you got double crossed, you got fucked. Your bank roll is your poke. A chokehold is a yoke. A kite is a note. A con is okie doke. And if you got punched, that means you got snuff. To clean this to buff. A bull scare is a strong stuff. I know you like the way I'm freaking it. I talk with slang and I'ma never stop speaking it. Speak with criminal slang. That's just the way that I talk, yo. Vocabulary spills, I'm ill. Speak with criminal slang. That's just the way that I talk, yo. Is a joke, a wolf's a crook, more deep already explained the meaning of shook. If you caught a felony, you caught an F. If you got killed, you got left. If you got the dragon, you got bad breath. If you 730, that means you crazy. Hit me on the hit means page me. Ain't you dust and sherm? If you got AIDS, you got the germ. If a chick gave you a disease, then you got burned. Max mean to relax. Guns and pistols is gats. Condoms is hats. Critters is cracks. The food you eat is your grub. A victim's a mark. A sweat box is a small club. Your tick is your heart. Your apartment is your pad. Your old man is your dad. The studio is the lab. And he did his man. I know you like the way I'm freaking it. I talk with slang and I'ma never stop speaking it. Speak with criminal slang. That's just the way that I talk, yo. Vocabulary spills, I'm ill. Speak with criminal slang. That's just the way that I talk, yo. Vocabulary spills, I'm ill. The iron horse is the training. Champagne is bubbly. A deuce is a honey that's ugly. If your girl is fine, she's a dime. A suit is a fine. Jury is shine. If you in love, that means you blind. Say you wine is real. A face card is a hundred dollar bill. A very hard long stare is a grill. If you sneaking, the 
go see a girl, that mean you creeping. Smiling is cheesing, bleeding is leaking. Begging is bumming. If you nothing, you coming. Taking orders is sunning. An ounce of coke is an onion. A hotel's a telly. A cell phone's a celly. Jealous is jelly. Your food box is your belly. So gorilla mean to use physical force. You took an L, you took a loss. To show off mean floss. Oh, I know you like the way I'm freaking it. I talk with slang and I'ma never stop speaking it. That's just the way that I talk, yo. Vocabulary spills, I'm ill. Speak with criminal slang. That's just the way that I talk, yo. Vocabulary spills, I'm ill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of slang worked into that song. That is art, my friend. That is that pretty. is art right there. And Man. you know who that is? Jay Z when he's fourteen. No, better. And this is the person Jay Z stole his style from. This is Big L. That I told you about a long time ago when a listener wrote in and asked me who my top five goats were, rap goats. And I said, if Big L didn't die, he would have been the biggest rapper. He's the best rapper who ever lived, like like, lyrically. I mean, aside from you got Eminem and Hobson, but I think I had him at the number three spot. And I told you that, um, you know, when he was making music, nobody was doing things at the time like he was putting words together and this is art oh yeah that's 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 so complex this is so So complex complex. to write an entire song only using slang words Mm -hmm. i love shit like that i love it and because the thought process to make that is that's hours yeah that's a lot of hours to put that much i have um i have two songs that i i did that are like similar to this one is, I know I've heard one of them. It was at the um the Indica one where yep. it, it it tells a dream yep. a three dream sequ- sequences only using the the uh, strains of Indica strains. Yeah, yeah, I did that one, and then I have another one I wrote in high school that I recorded as well that I tell a whole story of the entire party starting from the beginning of the party to the end of the party only using numbers. I don't know that I heard that. <laughs> That sounds pretty cool. I'll have to show it to you. I'll have to. Sh- I'll show it to you off air because it's a little. It's a little bad, but okay. I'll show it to you. And I, I use numbers to describe the whole night. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe maybe one of these days I'll play it on here. Who knows? That older shit I made. It's uh, always makes me like uh, cringe a little bit when I play it because you're young, you're a kid. Your shit wasn't crisp. It wasn't good. You know. So <laughs> I always get a little, a little whatever to play that the older stuff, but. Like I was like Ashley told me she was like, she was like, I got the post fight song of the week for you this week, and I was like, what? What is it? And she said, uh, we're gonna do it again, and that's a song I made whenever I performed at Madison Square Garden. Ah, oh. and I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, no, I ain't playing that. She was like, dude, you have to. That's the one you did. You can tell the story how yeah, you performed there, blah blah blah. And I was like, and I listened to it and I thought about it and I was like, this, this sounds whack. Like it does it like it's not whack, but like the engineering's not good on it. The kick doesn't pop nice. The snare like it's not mixed well. So I was like, I'll play it for you yeah, yeah, yeah. sometime. But for me to have the type of balls to play it to thousands of listeners, I was like, I don't ever want this shit out there anymore. <laughs> shit lives on forever. Now that 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 song used to be on a disc that's probably gone by now someone <laughs> people probably already lost it or the cd don't work Literally anymore disintegrated. or disintegrated yeah. my old boomer ass yeah so um 
Yeah, shit's different. We're in a digital age now, son. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Big L. So I hope you guys like that. I hope you you finally got to hear him. I was really excited. I so. liked it. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, that's it. All right, everyone. That's it for our show today. Please don't forget to like and subscribe, share and retweet. We're also working on a few new ways that you guys can support the podcast. We're going to be talking about those pretty soon. I'm also looking into Patreon for us and seeing if there's a way we can crank out like some extra content for you guys. Um, When we know more, we'll let you know more. In the meantime, show some love by going to our website and buying some merch. Don't, uh, Don't let me find out that you've been listening to us for years. And you didn't even buy a shirt from us or a sticker from us. What? You see the illogical side come out real quick. (laughs) Real quick. Uh Uh-oh. I'll burn this whole place to the ground. (laughs) This entire following will go away in one episode. (laughs) I'll do it. Uh, Speaking of followings, you can follow us on Twitter at SlipTheJabPod, myself at LenoP412, and Ian at IanEbbett. Once again, Thank you all for listening. We love talking to you guys. Yeah, we do. And until next time, enjoy the fights, stay safe, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one, folks. From casuals to fanatics, we just want to say thank you to everybody for listening. If you love us as much as we love you, then smash that like button, smash that share button, and send us off to your friends. Most importantly, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and even its little brow brow Instagram. Not into social media? Not a problem. Swing on by SlipTheJabPodcast.com and send us a message the old-fashioned way via email. We'd love to hear your feedback, answer any questions you might have, or simply chop it up with you. Thanks again to everyone for joining us. Enjoy the fights, and we'll see you next time.